What's up, Chef? Adrian, what's up, bro? What's up, man? What's up? What, what's the? I, I see the title, and the title says our main grief historian is wrong about history. Right, right. That, that, would, that's the question. Hold on. The reason why I asked the question, let me pose to you why I asked the question. All right. Um, all right. The reason why I asked the question. What's up, Tuck? What's going on, Sheriff? Ain't nothing, chilling. So, look, the reason why I asked the question is, uh, hold on, let me put my seatbelt on, because this shit won't keep going on. The reason why I asked the question is because it, it seems like every time the pseudo killers take a position, we take a position of what mainstream academia has said on the subject. But then this community always bucks us and tell us we wrong for reading what the goddamn accredited scholars is saying on said subjects. You know what I mean? So, and then we get we get called for having poor scholarship when we're just repeating what the academics is saying. Like I thought that was I thought they was the standard. You feel me? It's always something else with this community, right? So is the question is, is uh, mainstream academia wrong about history? Because from the pseudo-killer's perspective, they don't, y'all don't be arguing with us. Y'all be arguing with mainstream academic sources. We take the, we take the position of them, right? And, and we put it in our own words. So I, I'm trying to figure out, Adrian, is they wrong about history? Go ahead. What's your take on it? This is what <clears throat> I will say, because I, I know several PhDs who are historians in college, right? And I asked mm-hmm. them about, okay, how should you, how do we deal with primary source documents and secondary source documents, like stuff written by the experts in that field, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you what they've all told me. They said, this is what you do. You find the primary source documents and you read those and then you read the secondary source documents. But the thing is, in the craft of history, you, you, you give more credence to the people who were there, who were writing about that certain event or time period, but you don't look at it as the Bible per se. You give, you hold it up, you you hold, you know, you hold it up, but you don't look at it as the Bible and you look at the secondary source documents for real because of two reasons. You're, you're, you're basically looking at their interpretation. How, how good is their interpretation on the event? And is there new information that was discovered in the archive or something else came about that changes a certain narrative? But you always look for the primary source document first and you, and you give that more credence. So you what are you saying? You, you use both, but you, you hold the primary a little bit more um, to the standard. So I asked, was mainstream academic? So they not wrong. wrong. <laughs> that, that's what I. But that's <laughs> that's a good, you know, synopsis of how you work through 
the historical documents. That's what you gave me. You feel me? Uh, I'm saying that the that the consensus, the overview of history and certain topics that we talk about, right, or that we've co covered, is it of your belief that mainstream academics is wrong about it? I wouldn't say mainstream academics are necessarily wrong. It just depends on you. You have to know which narrative that they're coming from. If, if because like people have different interpretations on the slave trade, right? But it's called the slave trade. Yeah, but they not, not a slave trade. Yeah, there you, there you go. Let me tell you. Listen. Yeah, they wrong. The meta net chain been deciphered. That's what you want to hear, huh, Chef? You want to <laughs> jump out the window? <laughs> yeah, but but uh, something that Rob Bourne said uh, the other day we was talking. Like sometimes you can be too bullet pointed on what you say. Like, like y'all argument, Egypt ain't black. When I want y'all to go into, but it is indigenous, that's that's what you that's more what you're talking about. That's more like now nah, academia ain't wrong, but you'll get too bullet pointed if you don't read the books on the chef. If you don't read if you don't read the, the total of the subject, you get too bullet pointed on it. So that's not how history is though. History ain't bullet pointed though. It's, it's, it's a whole story to it. And whether we got it all or not, that's that's different. So uh, I think if, if you're talking about, it, it depends on what you're talking about though, Chef. If you tell me what you're talking about, we can, I mean, we can, you still can't say whether it's right or it's wrong. So that's why, that's why you good though. You good with the question because it's going to be hard to, to get out of it though when you when they really get into it though. So it's really is, do you believe it or not is what you're saying. Do you believe it or not? Because y'all can't tell me on one point that they write about this, and then when I go into another point, you can't be like, oh, no, nah, we can't trust them. So I get what you're doing, though, Chef. You know I like when you do this, Chef. <laughs> Jolanda, what's your take? <clears throat> okay, he said, sorry. I was a little distracted, but um, Takmaya, you were saying something like, to the point that Unc was just trying to move them further in the conversation? Yeah, yeah I was saying that Unc wanted them to not be so bullet pointed on it. Cause you can say Egypt ain't I'm, black, but you gotta I agree. finish it. You gotta say, yeah, okay. And I agree with that because um, Chef, you already know my position on it. Um, and through this whole segment of the Egypt talk, it's been quite a learning experience and I hope people have learned and take something from it. But what we know and what I've always known from many elders, pseudo or not, and it's been proven over and over through time, through many sources that Egypt, no matter how or what, is still an indigenous African culture. There's still indigenous African people. And that's all I can say, um, you know, I don't. What else yeah, is there? To I, say? But, but I'm not. I'm not talking about Egypt. I'm talking about all of our conversations. You know, over uh, the last couple of months that the pseudo killers have been having, right? Um, it seemed like it's been pushed back on everything that doesn't paint a certain narrative about Chef, Africa. Like, go ahead. Uh, look, first of all, the truth has no friends. Let's understand that. Okay. Um, pseudo killers is about provocative thoughts. All right. Um, Bobby West, Baltimore 
brung you all together for a reason. And you know that. Um, what I have said though, is that these arguments are not altogether new to the stage. And the reason why I say this is because Bobby Baltimore, Bobby West, he's been here before. He's been here for these arguments um, and other people also. So they have been able to research and vet and dissect sources um, over and over and over again. Do you get what I'm saying? They've been able to paint a picture. They've been able to draw a timeline. So they, for me, I feel like Bobby West is very methodical. He knows exactly what he's doing as far as getting us to not only think with our own self-navigated, self-identified African-American minds, um, but to understand where there are some indiscrepancies as far as you know racial matters being influenced in the scholarship and whatnot. So a lot of times I feel that he's directing because he doesn't want us to get pushed down that road that we're also uh, implicating white supremacist type ideologies because we're um, parakeeting or, or reverberating some of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And maybe don't realize it. So um, I think that's what it is. And you know, this fight is always to create African agency, um, to stand on our square and to give um, highlights to our greatness without romanticizing, without all the falsehoods and things of that nature. So that, that's where I see it. And Chef, you're gonna be pushed into a corner. Your thoughts, um, your notions, how you all come to, um, you know, come to the point of conversations that you wanna have, they're not popular mm -hmm. and they go against the, they go against the, the known grain of thought. You get what I'm saying? Because there are lots of scholars and different peoples during different works that aren't being talked about. And then we only talk about like a handful of them. You get what I'm saying? Right. So unless you're right. a hardcore researcher and you really dig in deep, you won't know nothing about these people, you know? So I agree. So, so, so what you think? Listen, my opinion is like, it's like boxing. You got a heavyweight champion, right? <laughs> Academia is a heavyweight champion. Right. In order to become the champ, you got to knock him, you got to win that belt. Right. So until until you win that belt, you just a challenger. You just a challenger. You know what I'm saying? Like you, that's how I'm looking at it. So so so, and I feel like anybody that's a novice, that's not an expert, should should rely on academia alone until they get to the expertise to where they can actually put forth the challenge. Because if we have people out on the fringe, then. You'll never know where they're gonna land. They can land, end up with all types of bullshit out, out there on the fringes. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and so I'm a, I'm a always ride with academia. I, I will take you know I will take the challenge into consideration. Be like, yo, he got a shot. Yeah, he kind of nice now. You know what I mean? He got right. to look like he might get him. He might. But until he beats the champion, <laughs> nah, I mean, you're just a challenger, but you don't got that belt. And academia is a champion. Period. I like that. I like. Hey, Mr. Rich, what's your what's your take on it? Hey, go ahead. I just tuned in. Um, I just want to get some more info. What you guys talking about? I just. Oh, so we you... were... Yeah, ahead. we we was talking about whether uh, academia is uh, right when it comes to history, um, particularly about the subjects that we've been talking about over the last couple months. Um, 
the the reason why I question it because everything that the pseudo killers then put forth in the in the in the questions mm -hmm. that we ask and the positions that we take, it usually stems from mainstream academia's perspective on on, on the historical uh situations that we talking about, whether it's the slave trade, Queen and Zenga, um uh Egypt, the Dogon, whatever it is, it seems like we're taking the mainstream approach, right? And then the community is saying, no, 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 they not right. That's wrong. This how it really happened. You dig what I'm saying? So is, is mainstream academia right about history or are they wrong? Do they have an agenda? What should you take on it? Well, I went to a historically black college. I went to Morris Brown in Atlanta. And the yeah. first thing you learn, you know what I mean, in African studies, the importance of black studies, the reason why it came out, you know what I mean, to dismiss some of that, those uh, postulates that the Western uh, education have. And Correct. one thing in history, one thing in black studies and black histories that we learn is that the first thing you learn is the racism in the history. So we go back, when you get that formal education, you kind of see the authors that's given that racist statement. So that's kind of like the first thing you do when you go to a black, a black college and learn black history is you learn about the racist sentiments, you know what I mean, that the first Egyptologists did, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, and everybody who was in control of the information. So you gotta get some type of um, understanding of the, how this shit started before you can go ahead and ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Correct, facts. <sighs> Just like the argument that we having with West Africa, that shit has been settled a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Because we, so already know it, what the, we already know what those authors were saying back in the day. We already kind of debunked what they were saying back in like 98. You know what I'm saying? 99, 2000 right, right. when I was at Morris Brown. So we already heard all of these arguments. The new arguments is coming because people don't really know which authors are telling the truth or they haven't done that, you know, got that formal foundation. You know what I'm saying? So is it is it of y'all opinion that the pseudo killers don't understand racism and the racism that was in academia. Uh, well, historically, like, it, it, no, I'm saying no, even the racism that was in academia. You, do do y'all think we're missing that point, like that piece, or 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 do do uh, sort of like we feel like that um, Africana studies and. Uh, people that come out of that type of ilk of thinking, we feel like they overstretch the blackness. You know what I mean? To to compensate. You know what I mean? And it it basically doing the same thing that we claim that uh, the 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 Eurocentrics have done. We yeah. feel like the Afrocentrics have done the same thing. So, so right, it got to be a balance in between. And we feel like y'all don't give the back. We, we Hold on. We feel like that the Afrocentric view don't give the balance. We're looking for the balanced approach. You dig well, what I'm saying? Is, it, has yeah, to be, it. it has to be a balance. I can dig it. But the balance comes in with Black studies. That's the balance. Because right. now the thing is, is that you guys are not wrong in everything, but every situation is unique. You know what I mean? Of course, we well, got the blackologists. We got the blackologists for sure. But on this particular subject, Fire. you have to, it's no blackology with this particular subject because we already, just like when Ankh brought the museum information, right? 
And all that authors that you guys was reading was saying something different, but the museum came up with the actual facts. So that situation, we have to, you know, every situation is unique. I understand the black allergy shit for, for sure. But this situation, we're keeping it balanced. We're giving you the other side, the unracist side. The, just like in sociology, when they look at black people as being um, saying pathological, we have to use black studies and come with that with a black perspective to understand the black situation. So just, you know what I mean? So we are keeping it balanced and I'm not saying you guys are wrong in everything, but every situation is unique. So we gotta, you know, every situation we gotta uh, approach it differently. You know what I'm saying? I feel what you're saying. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a reason why too that it, the the black that it seems like uh, the black side is 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 so opposing is because it had to be when we first came with it. It right. had to it had to dispel it had to dispel a lot of stuff uh, just to even start with the black side of the story. So I get what you're saying though, Chef, because now now it seems that we are. Uh, we uh we we can miss a lot of stuff just making it black. I, I I get what you're saying about that, and people are going into those old teachings, uh, the dispelling teachings of some of the white stuff that went too far. Like on both sides, uh uh we we but but I understand them. I don't well I do understand the white side too why they went too far. But uh right now uh the balance like what he what he talked I I get the brother's name what he was talking about but. We do have to have balance. That's why reading the whole account is important and not being mm-hmm. bullet points. Hey, but look, though, you know, and, and I, I, I agree with what y'all are saying. But in terms of academia, right, it's like now you're repping, ac- representing academia as if there are no African-Americans in academia. You know what I'm saying? There's also African-Americans who contribute to academia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that's not like, that's not necessarily leaving. Like Clarence Thomas, hold though. on, bro. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold research hold on. being published in journals are being supported. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm they're, saying? They're in, they're in academia. When we, this, 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 the, the master class that we have, you can listen to African this African American scholars so, speaking. So let me tell that you. Are hold on, hold on. Just let me finish this point real quick, right? So within academia, there are African Americans who have published works and who are putting forth the. Uh, these uh, certain particular arguments. So, 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 some of what you're talking about is is accounted for, and I'm not discrediting balancing it with, with uh, black with other black studies, right? So that so so don't think that that's that's what I'm saying. But you can, you got to give credence to the the African Americans in a uh, in academia. So, and also I want to say like you know when I watch um, there was a video of of, of uh, Skip Gates, right? Uh, Henry Louis Gates. And he and he posed the same question to a, to a European scholar about why the Egyptians represented themselves different from Nubians, right? And he talked about in terms of phenotype. And he and he narrowed it down and made his question very specific. And you could tell that the, the, the white scholar was very reluctant about how he wanted to answer it, right? He kind of skated around it. So when he came back, he doubled down. Skip Gay was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he doubled down on it like, no. He said, it is clear how they represent themselves. And then, but the dude went around it again and then he just kind of left, left it alone. So it's not as if there are not academia, people who are well-credited at posing the same question that me and Chef are posing, right? But, but it seems to be, I guess, because of um, 
certain tur- turmoil that they don't really, they, they tend to just leave that area alone. Go ahead, Juju. Well, Skip Gates, I mean, if you learn a man, I learned about Skip Gates like back in the 90s, bro, and he's always been like American dream. He's he's like no, American nah, dream. He's nah, like a, see, he's, like a, he's, like a uh, uh, he's like a he's um, like a Clarence Thomas guy. We Thank already you. know that about Skip Gates. You know what I mean? We no, already we know don't. that, like I'm saying, back in the 90s. And just because it blocks scholars don't mean they have been influenced by the white man or by Western crazy. civilization. I mean, we see that every day. So we can't say just because they got black scholars right. talking that that Wait. same stuff is that they've been, I, you know, they, they went to Berkeley. You know what I'm saying? They went to all of that. So it's like, we can't say that. You know say? We can't say that, Sosa. Yeah, I want to learn about black scholars. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want to get away off of what Rich is saying. I was going to kind of say like, yeah, we got black scholars in academia, but are they really um, supported? Because I went to FSU and I took majority black professors and let me tell you, it was hard pressed for them to get any of their work or studies even supported, even at that level. And I know this for a fact. I mean, talk to Malifia Santi, who started the African-American studies program at Temple University. And that's how hard it was for him. Okay. Still to this day. So I don't buy that either. It's like, okay, they can be black academias, but are they included in those circles who make mm-hmm. determination? Are they Absolutely. at um, majority of consensus? Are they in those pockets? That's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, they can be there, yeah. but are they there in a very sufficient manner? You know what I'm saying? Let's, like, let's be that, that, let me respond to Mr. Rich real quick. They're there in an insufficient manner. Could there be more? Of course, there can be more. You know, our position in America. Now, when you learn about Skip Gates and him being this cool American dream type individual, I ain't say it normally cool, I just came say American dream. I I didn't use American dream. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm, talking, right, I'm just saying. To, to put him in that negative light, it came from. The, the pushback that he was giving to a lot of the blackology. Let's be real. And a lot of people that were doing that, he went again. So he got lumped into that. Uh, Cornell West got lumped into that category, bro. But uh, Skip Gates does excellent work, bro. Like, we got to stop acting like Skip Gates is some pseudo white boy trying to push white, white, white uh, misinformation, bro. Go ahead, Corey. Well, I, I just I just came on, so I, I ain't you know I don't really know everything y'all talking about. Uh, but what I will say, I, I will say, um, uh, we 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 have to we have to be understanding um, that that it is there there are black men and women doing this work uh, that are. Um, uh, well entrenched in, ac- in academia and, and multiple uh, disciplines, not not just history. I think we in this community we always we hone in on history as if history is the end all be all. And if we don't know history and you know everything, you know it's not all about history. And and furthermore, when when you have a when when you're trying to um, get a study um, off the ground in academia, you have to have funding and tenure, right? Mm-hmm. So, so if you're not, if the people or the community or society is not interested in spending that money or funding that, then that's, that's, that's a different issue. Your marketing has, your marketing 
um, has to be better. You know, so you have to you have to be multi multidisciplinary. You have to have people in in the business and marketing department that can help you out to 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 find the the the, the part where you're failing at to get your get your voice heard to to get your um your scholarship looked at to to be deemed worthy for this tenure and funding and and and, and what have you you know what i'm saying so I, I think it's not just i think it's it's us as the black community do we do we fund these departments wait 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 but you know what i'm saying do we do we put do we do we put do we we go out and we fund michael That's jordan and louis vuitton we don't That's fall. It's our fault. It's not the white man fault. It's not white academia's fault. It's do we take our hard-earned money? Do we take our paycheck and and dedicate a percentage of that to a department at a university? Listen, go ahead. I, 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 listen. I don't think that that is um like it's a black community non-supporting because let's be real. Universities, okay. Right now I'm in Daytona Beach, but Thune Cutman University is a block from me. Now that university is an HBCU. My daughter goes there. Eyes or any like um, participation in the community on the regular? Hell no. They are isolated. So mm -hmm. what I do know about professors in tenure, one is hard as hell for um, black professors at white universities to get tenure. Okay, um, it's so much politics and different bullshit. And two, like, what interest does it serve um, our, like, I, I want to say white culture to tell the truth about certain hist historical aspects? It serves them no interest, but, but they're the ones that are at the controlling gates. So I don't think that's disagree. a fair- I, I disagree right. that it right. serves them right. They are at the gates. They are at the gates. Come on, bro. No, I, I mean, just I just disagree that it's, it, it, it serves no interest to the white have, community. Because, has, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, said you that need to on the outside. Uh, you don't know how universities work and how they get their money. Like there are interests involved, political ones and corporate ones, and how you mm -hmm. get the funding. I, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Even NASA, even NASA has the same unit. problem. Even NASA has. So, so y'all saying that they're not going to tell the truth? Well, we're saying so that, telling me why, that we why we expect I, I, I just want to clarify some things. I just want to clarify some because I maybe I was misunderstood by the way because I got a problem with the way I say shit. I, I'm learning that. <laughs> and so, so <laughs> say it however you got to say it. Okay? No, no, it's just the, I'm talking about the way I convey my message. I'm learning okay. that my I got to be better at that. All of but, us. Um, yeah. So, so. Even what I'm saying is even NASA had issues for a long time to get tenure and funding and shit right. The, the space program was not, there was, NASA was in the ground as far as the space program, right? It took people who understood, it took charismatic people to mm -hmm. get up and make sure people heard what they needed to hear and make them interested in it. Not no, nobody's in, no. You you have to make people interested in order for them to spend your money, and, or spend their money. You know, it's hard for for Neil deGrasse Tyson to get up there and tell somebody, yo, you know, we we just want to do some research. You know, we it, it ain't 
it ain't gonna be nothing spectacular. We just want the funding so we can pay the people that's doing the research. It's nothing, you're not necessarily gonna get a, a, a byproduct out of it, right? It's very, very hard to get somebody to pay for that. And so just imagine, right, uh, black history and, and, and things like that. Even in a black neighborhood, you, you might find people to say, well, yeah, uh, it's important. You, you, I hear black people talk all kind of shit. Oh, how important black history is. And this, But they don't really give a fuck. They're not going to spend their time. And, they, and when it comes down to spending time and money, they ain't going to do it. They'll sit back and, and, and talk and say, yeah, this and yeah, that. And yeah, when, when we need this and and the white man ain't doing that and they don't give a fuck about this and the white man is running it. But it's about doing it. It's about organizing and doing it. And it's and then there are people that are doing that. And there, there are uh, uh, groups and things that are ensuring that we have um, better, uh, better representation in, in academia, right? But we have to Nobody's going to give us any representation. We have to go out there and represent. That's, that's the thing. We have <laughs> to go out there and represent. Uh, we, got, we got a sister. Uh, the sister is going to be nominated to the Supreme Court. How many that, of y'all is following her? And nobody How, is talking about her. Nobody's talking about her. Nobody knows that. Nobody knows the thousands uh, she she didn't she didn't she didn't saw over a thousand trials. Yes. not just cases. I'm, I'm not talking cases here. I'm not talking cases. Right. I'm talking about trials. Here. And why is that not promoted? You know why, not, why don't we know about that? Because you ain't you, put the effort in. Wait, I know wait, 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 wait. I know wait. about her because this is what I'm. In, this is what I involve myself in. I, I, I involve myself in politics. Right. I listen to C-SPAN. I heard right. Brett. I, I didn't just hear her confirmation. See, this is the problem here. I don't just know about her confirmation to the Supreme Court. I watched Amy Cody Barrett's. I watched Brett Kavanaugh's. And, and, and I watched another uh, uh, young lady before, a um, uh, 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 young man before her go to the, uh, before Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, uh, his Senate hearing, right? Mm -hmm. So, so the thing is, don't get interested because it's a black person there right now, right? Don't because you're not gonna be you're, you're not gonna be in the know, even if even if some of us were to turn on C-SPAN and watch this this uh, debate going on because the hearing her hearing is over now they're debating it, right? Right? Even if we 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 turn to C-SPAN. And we and we tune into that. How many of us is gonna comprehend what's being said? How many people are gonna understand the legalese, the, the language that that's been spoken uh, within these hearings and debates here? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and furthermore, furthermore, our feelings is too fucking wrapped up in shit. If y'all heard what this sister had to go through in order to get to where she at. Yes. You niggas be crying. Yep. Crying. We got that. Let me ask you a question, Corey. The thing, what I'm saying, my thing is what I'm saying and what this sister has been an example of, and I've been bringing her up for the last couple shows, right? 
but no, that, we've been Happened. talking over that, right? But what this sister is being an example of is what I've said. She got off her ass and she went and represented. She didn't wait for nobody to represent her. Her, her parents, her parents uh, were, were in segregated schools. Her parents didn't have the books that the Mine white too. community had. Mine too. She couldn't, her parents couldn't go down to the public library. You, you know what I'm saying? This so sister, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I don't want those questions. I got 10 more seconds. Then you can have the floor. <laughs> this sister, this sister, bro, and brothers and sisters, she did what so many strong African Americans do and don't cry and don't complain. And it's because of the white man and I can't do it. And then and they don't represent and all of that. She said, you know what? This country that don't love, that never loved my mama and daddy, the country that didn't show love to my mama and daddy, right? I'm not gonna bitch and complain about it. I'm gonna love and honor my country and make my country do what it says it's supposed to do. Make my country live up to the words that's in the Constitution. That's what this sister did. She worked within the Constitution to get to where she at. That's all I'm saying. Like, What's we have to, to represent. We, talking about, we can't What's be looking for nobody to represent us. Y'all go ahead. Y'all can have the floor. Uh, let me ask. Uh, uh, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. I'm uh, glad you mentioned. Uh, let's take history out. Go ahead. I'm just, I'm sorry. I just want to say, I'm glad you mentioned her. We actually talked about her today. I just posed a question to a group of ladies saying, why isn't anyone speaking on her right now? And uh, you know, of course I did a little research and sure enough, you know, I was like, ah, she's married to a white man. That's probably uh, why uh, that, that um, speech that Cory Booker gave her, you know, that was absolutely beautiful. So yes, regardless, we still it was need to wonderful. It was wonderful. It, it was brought beautiful. tears to my eyes. It, it, it brought did. tears to her eyes. She started. Yeah, this lady did. is a strong lady. Yes. And she ain't shed a and tear throughout. None of these white folks trying to tear her down, right? Yep. Cory Booker started talking about the shit she went through to get to where she at, and it brought her to tears. Broke this woman down because of she started reflecting on that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is where this is where this is where the pseudo killers is trying to promote the parents that listen because I'm I, I, we, we're not trying this is not a, a a show for the kids right right this is a show this is a show for the parents and this is what we want to encourage the parents to instill in their children not to be not to be waiting for representation, but going out and, and representing to the fullest. This lady's right. sitting on the highest court in the fucking land. Highest court. This I got it. I agree with that. I agree with that. Let me ask you a question, though. I mean, do we think there's racism and, in and education? And what hurts me worse, right. what hurts me the worst out of all of this, Jolanda, and yes. you mentioned it, you know yes. what? You know what? Black people gonna notice more than any fucking thing, Jelani? She's married to a white man. That's it. Exactly. That's we don't where care. we at, Jelani. We don't care about her record or nothing. We're not even trying to look into that. 
Like that's what we really need to be looking into to see if she is really for us or she's right. just another black right. face. Just you know what yes. I'm saying? Absolutely. So this is why I say that we need to be more invested on that point and, and really, you know, start dealing with these issues, period. So we know who's for us and who's not, whether they look like us or not. Absolutely. Let Mr. Rich make his point. Let Mr. And Rich we, make and, his point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Corey, let him make their point. So, so what we're saying is that when we're talking about these scholars and, uh, you know, I mean, we could talk about, like I said, I brought up sociology and the mm -hmm. postures that they had in sociology where they say black people are pathological. Now, when you read that book, Corey, are you going to say, oh, yeah, you know what? Black people are pathological. Are you going to say that? Or if you didn't I mean, get that what, what book is form, this and what year was this book written in? Oh, shit, I was in college. Is this I mean, I don't know when the okay, book was this, written, but that's the kind of thing we were studying. Let him finish his point. Let him finish his point. So in black, in, in, in black studies, right, we put ourselves at the source of reference. You know what I mean? We put ourselves in the, in the, in the, in the, in the center of education. So when we're talking about education, we know that there's racism in education. Do we agree with that? I agree 100%. All right, so we yeah, agree. Yeah, so if we agree with that, yes, we're not yes. complaining, and we're not we're not complaining because yo, I already helped the black community. I already had nonprofits in Atlanta for homeless people and all that kind of shit. So I ain't complaining. First of all, I'm mm -hmm. just stating the facts. There's racism mm -hmm. yes, in education. We, we, we definitely, there's I would racism never say there in education number racism. one. Right? There's racism in education number one. If you don't know what the fuck you're reading. You won't know what's true or right. I'm saying you won't know what's true or false. So in order to know what the fuck you're reading, you have to get an understanding of this shit. Of <laughs> what kind of uh, uh, sentiments that these white authors had on black people? Because we know they're not trying to maximize our development. So how the hell can you say that? How the hell can you say that? Oh, just because. Academia says we, we know who who isn't trying to maximize. Our well, we know that. Well, first of all, okay, so okay, got it. Go ahead, go ahead. Because we gotta slow it down. Because you're saying ten things, right? So you you says I'm saying that there's racism in education. Do you agree with that? Our development, right? That who who is this day that you're talking about that don't that don't want to <laughs> maximize our development? So you, if you don't know that question, homie, then hey. No, I'm having a discussion with you, bro. You gotta, 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 you <laughs> all right, all right. So, so, okay, so, all right. First of all, the public schools are not trying to yeah, maximize. Go ahead and jump out the window. Go ahead and jump out the window. I am Go ahead, Y'all let him be. Let him be. No, no, no. Okay, so, 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 all right. The education system <laughs> is now maximizing development because. The schools are not um, having a relationship with our community, with the black community. Right. Do you agree you, with you that? You know who can say the same thing? And me and Sheffer had this discussion, right? Go ahead. <laughs> it's funny. And, 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 and it's, it, this, this, this is the, the, the type of the facts that me and Sheffer be putting down. It always hurts 
it, it, it always seemed to hurt, right? And, and I don't mean it to hurt, and we don't mean it to hurt, right? I'm just laying hurt. down facts, and I hate, the, I, hate the, I hate these these things that seem to hold my community down, right? These ideas that's, to me, in my, it's just my opinion, these Damn. ideas seem to hold my community down, and it, and, it, and it hurts me. But but you know who could say the same exact thing you just said? Who? Rural white people. Oh, wait, trailer wait, park wait, trash. wait, wait. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Trailer oh, park man. trash. Listen, listen to you. Listen to me. Listen to me, brother. Because y'all y'all finna go. Y'all finna get emotional. I ain't emotional. Trailer park trash is less represented than any black community in America. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time slow. Trailer park trash is more underrepresented than any black community in America. They could say the same thing you said, right? And they oh. do. They do say the same thing. Well, the, the public school system is failing us. Wait, 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 wait. Public Explain how system, the public school the, fail the hillbillies. Where they do they have, back, though? Like, what do you mean? Excuse, excuse me. Say y'all asking multiple questions. Go ahead. I'm, I'm in. I'm willing to. I'm willing to pause and answer some questions. So, what do you mean by their schools are filling the trailer trash? What do you mean? I'm saying they will say, as a as as a trailer patch as as a as a trailer park trash, right? Those people say the public schools are failing us. You have to show me that. Right? You have to show me that. The government is failing us, right? You, you know they're having a, a not only a, a, a heroin and Oxycontin epidemic in the trailer park, right? But they're having a meth, a continuing meth epidemic that's been going on just as long as the crack epidemic down there, right? <laughs> yeah. And where did they push back? So, 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 tell me, so, so, me how she does. So, ahead, so what ahead. I'm saying, what, what, what I'm saying, hold on, because I'm trying to get to a point. I'm trying right. to get to a point, but I'm willing to, I was willing to answer a few questions, bro. But my, my point is, everybody, you, you can look at, you can look at the white trash trailer park motherfucker and be like, bro, <laughs> just go get a fucking haircut in a briefcase Go down to JC's Pennies and get a Brooks Brothers suit or whatever the fuck you wear, and you can go and you can go down and get you a nice job, right? But but the problem is, his education is not developed to, to that point, right? He speak heel Billy, you know what I'm saying? Just like black people kind of speak ebonics and shit like that, right? Uh, he's been abused, right? His daddy was fucking his little sister, right? All of these things go on in the white community too, right? So what I'm saying is there's underrepresentation in multiple communities. Not we don't have a monopoly on oppression, right? All they gotta do is change their appearance, and they got it. We can't change our parents. No, no, I just explained the, the white boy. He missing teeth. Sorry, he 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 missing teeth. And he speak hillbilly. They he was worse, still get treated believe, better than I work a black around man. white people. I work around white people every day. Some of the some of the worst thinking right wing white people 
all day, every day, right? I grew up and, around white people all my life. Right. Right. And they Everybody. and they they despise. Hold on, bro. I don't interrupt. I got five more seconds. They despise trailer trash more than they despise black people. False. And you believe that? I, I'm telling you, it's demonstrable. It's demonstrable. I've seen that. brothers come into my trade and, and step over the trailer trash. Because of the connections. Not in South Carolina. Because of the connections that brother got. Right? Not in South Carolina. Let's start calling. Let's start calling. I mean, I don't know trash. how it is in the South. I'm in Indiana. I, I, it's yeah, a yeah. lot of trailer right. trash. Right. It might be a little Indiana. different in Indiana. It's a whole hey, hey, lot of trailer Corey. trash. Corey, in can Indiana. Say, Corey, can we say poor white people instead of white trash? Trailer trash. <laughs> I, I, I'm just telling. I'm just telling the truth. I'm telling you what they call. I'm telling you what the white people. Yeah, I know. I know. With, with I know, middle class white people or right wing, right wing white people call these people, right? The same people that we think, or or that we're saying is is uh, uh, oppressing us. This same group of people are calling this group of people trailer trash. Trailer park trash, right? Here, even in my town, a motherfucker could ask you like, well, where, what, what side of town are you from? And if a white person say they from the South side, now you looking at, now they gonna look at you crazy. Oh, he probably, you know, he probably, they say jokes like, I hear this shit. Cause I work with him. They say jokes like, oh, he probably be fucking his sister. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the, this is the, this is the stigma that goes on in the trailer. Tra and, 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 and not only that, oh God, not only, that has not to do only, with the education listen system, to this, though. Listen to this, listen to this. Because I, I mm -hmm. asked Shepherd this question, right? Me and Shepherd have all kinds of crazy discussions that you niggas might be scared to have, right? And I, I, asked, I, asked, I asked Shepherd, I said, well, what do you think would happen if the white trailer trash got some kind of leader like a Martin Luther King, but he was a trailer trash Martin Luther King, right? Yeah. A white trailer trash Martin Luther King, right? And he come out and he want to represent the, unrep the, the underrepresented trailer park people, right? They already have them. He want to talk about how there's no hospitals. They how they don't have any leader, how they don't have any internet connections, right? How, there, yeah, how there's no library, have how there's no they choose to live in the world. Can I get done making my point? They, they already have a leader. It's Donald Trump. Trump was that Donald leader. Donald Trump is their leader, bro. Uh, right. <laughs> I, 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 okay, fine. They already had it, but I'm asking the I, I'm I'm trying to tell y'all the question that I'm asking Shefford here. I don't need y'all to tell me they already had a leader, okay? It's fine. Donald Trump was the leader. Fine. They fucked up well, their now, white now, now they now now they're asking they're asking this leader to for representation. Now he's talking about the school system, how they don't have the Wi-Fi, how the, how, how, how there's no Wi-Fi out there, they right? They care about that though. How many black how, how, how there's no how, how there's how their medical uh, facilities are limited. They think just because they're white. Adrian, they, Adrian you can't talk at the same time I'm talking because I'm not hearing what you're saying, right? And I talk so loud 
in so long that the right, more you right, talk, right, the more louder right, I get, and the more longer right, I get. Go ahead, get so it. Go ahead, get it. Go ahead, get it. Go ahead, make your point. Hold on, hold on. I'm just trying to finish making my point. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. I promise you, it's, it was gonna be quick. It was gonna. I was damn near there. <laughs> now, now they. Un, now I'm saying. Now this guy's asking for these things, right? Now, when the when this white leader starts to try to represent these things, I asked Sheffron. I bet. I, I think we would call that person racist. We would say because he wants to represent rural America, right? Rural white America, poor white trash America. We would say he's some type of racist. And I don't think Donald Trump was, was, was their representation at all. I think he used them for their vote. I think, he, I think he baited them in for the racist thing, right? But I, and I talked, about, I talked to Sheffrin about that. I said, they, they have, they, they, those people are the most likely to vote against their own interests. The white, the poor white trash votes against their, their own interests more than any other group in America. And, and it's because of those wedge issues. Uh, uh, shout out to my man, uh, 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 Brendan, he, he, he showed me that word. Those wedge issues like racism. That's what Donald Trump honed in on. You know what I'm saying? These is the ones that's holding y'all back. That's what he pointed. He pointed to the Mexicans at the border. They're them the niggas that's fucking with y'all. But really, it was him and his and his buddies and his billionaire buddies, right? But I just wanted to I, I wanted to say that I, I asked Sheffron that question, and and I think we both came to the conclusion that yeah, we we would we would say, and I don't I don't think Donald Trump is that leading, right? But we would definitely call that man or that woman some type of racist because they, they, they had that kind of representation. And I'm saying like, I feel, I, I feel some type of way about that because what if they could, you know, like they could use the same thing on black leaders. They have done You know what already. I'm saying? They but go ahead, black go ahead, I digress from that, man. Go ahead, Mr. Rick. So Adrian wanted to say something. Go ahead, Adrian. Okay. First of all, um, white white people culturally, and this is what I've been told by my white friends. I grew up with white people all my life who would I grew up around white people who you would all consider allies. Then let me tell you something that they all told me. White people. Ooh, there, there's a there's a segment of um, of white people who generally culturally think about black people all day in terms of like what we're doing. We're almost their mirror to a certain degree. Like they'll they'll be in a room together, and they would be like, you know, um, the, these these um, you know, I'm a big fan of, of peaceful protests to signal each other, like, how far can we go within um, this racial rhetoric that we're about to speak? But Black people, historic, I mean, white people historically, only, only thing that they generally think about is, is really us and what we're doing. 
that's why when you look at our history, whenever we have all black towns, they come and burn it down essentially. But there's something else that you said that I want to get at. Okay, you you talk about how the uh, how Trump uses the uh, the poor white people almost as his watchdog, right? I'm just I'm asking you that that's what you said, right? He uses the the racism to uh use them to get to their vote them. to win the win election. That's what he said. Go ahead. Right, you said that right, Corey? Yeah, he leaned on their racist rhetoric to get their vote to win the election, but he was not he was not really a supporter of them. That's what he said. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Bro. Okay, that's the thing about poor white people that you have to really you like you need to really look into the the history of uh, African-Americans when it came to the workforce or, or anything that we've done because the problem is that those same poor white trailer trash people that you keep bringing up, Corey, those same exact poor white trailer trash that you keep bringing up, those are the same ones that raided the Capitol. Those are the same ones that sit in those trailer parks and say, Oh yeah, I may be poor and I may be. Whoa, the trailer park couldn't even afford a goddamn plane and, ticket. And, and it was the and middle. And it was and the and working and middle and class. And, 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 I, and, 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 and 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 like I'm about to die because I have no no um no adequate health care that I'm I still think I'm in a good position because I'm white. And that's the thing that you have to grasp, and that and that, and that's and that's another thing too. America, we have two problems: race and class. But the problem is, it's the poor white people who think that they're better than everybody else because they're white. So, Mr. Richard and and I and I partially agree with that, and and that's kind of what I was what I was getting at, right? Now, Mr. Rich, when, when, and I said this. I said this. I said this before, and then Mr. Rich, you can go. I'm just gonna say this one thing. I've said this before. The moment the trailer park and the projects come together and have a conversation, this country is gonna change dynamically. <laughs> There's gonna be no more wedge issues anymore. These politicians is gonna have to go and do what the fuck we sent them there to do. They ain't going to be able to start telling us about the Mexicans at the border or how the white man is, is not letting us do this or how the black people is coming in and getting affirmative action and that's how they get into these positions that they get, right? Once the trailer park and the, and the, and, and the projects start to have dialogues and this, is what, and this is what people like Donald Trump don't want to happen, right? Once, the, once, that, once that happens, the United States will start to turn in to what the United States says it is. Because the United States has high standards for itself. It says it's this, it, it says these things about liberty and justice and all of that, right? But we don't live up to that. So this is what I'm saying. The trailer park and the projects have to start having dialogues. Go ahead, Juju. And then, Juju, want to say something? Um, not, not really. I was just kind of like, you know, cheerleading for other people's comments. <laughs> um, All right, let's I, I thoroughly get uh, Corey's point. I understand what he's trying to convey. 
That's all I have to say. I get it. I get it. Yeah, 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 I feel I feel both sides too. And like, and, mm-hmm. like I and, appreciate that, GG. I'm, I'm getting better then. I, 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 I <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. So, so I'm sorry. And, uh, and Adrian, uh, Adrian, Adrian, Adrian. Uh, uh, all right, go ahead, son. Well, I wanted to say. Go ahead. You, you, you get tell me back in. Are you done or not? Because I'm trying to pass. You want to say something? You talking to me or whoever else? I'm hearing like you're coming in, so I don't know if you're trying to come in and say something. I don't know. Like I was gonna let Tuck go. Go ahead, Tuck Mayot. <laughs> I was just gonna say, yeah. After we had that conversation, though, see, I think that's something like uh, the Me Too movement with women. I think black women thought that white women was on their side when they, oh sorry, I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to make a I'm just trying to make a uh, comparison. Oh, speak your because, piece. You could. Because it was because it was uh we are women, but then you know, it started being more uh we are white women. <laughs> I mean, because I right. seen some stuff happen. I seen some stuff happen to black women and me too was nowhere around. So like mm-hmm. if the trailer park and the ghetto got together, eventually they're gonna see that they white people though, bro. We lift them up. That's just gonna be another person in front of us. That's how I feel about it. So, that's what I, right. so, so, so let me say. Yeah, so are we, yeah. Hold on. So let me yeah, say. Yeah, this, because like, I, I, go ahead, Sosa. Go ahead. Let me say this. Like uh, that is true. Talk about, but you gotta understand too. Yo, know, the the shit to have with white women, me too, ain't around. Like we can't just like just think like <laughs> like that's that's not as true in, in all shit, right? And, and, like and, like listen, and, like Adrian. And like Adrian, like it, it wasn't a per- it wasn't a, right. my bad, my bad. It wasn't a perfect <laughs> parallel, but it was it was just a, it was just connecting. Right, and I say so. Adrian, like you ain't lived enough life to say like, bro, bro, don't be. Look, 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 In my look, life, look, I'm just saying. Look, that, look, I mean, look, I mean, listen, look, I'm just being. Don't, I'm, don't, say, don't, don't say just. Hold on, 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 don't get emotional and respond, bro. What I'm saying is like, when when you make statement nigga, in my life, like you know, you know, you, you really want to have a little more life lived to like to to really have okay, a, get a little more peace, right? And bro, then we can also like look, hold I, on, bro. Just because like, I'm 23, that don't, don't mean that. Don't get something else. Don't get, that's just Age a fact, You gotta be respectful. That's just a fact, bro. 23 years is not 36 years and 40 years. That's that's like God, that's just a fact. Ain't 46. Simple math. Let him finish this point. Okay, it, it does matter. When I was 23, I thought it didn't matter. Don't you get emotional it either. Yeah, like, like, you don't understand. Like, yeah, I thought the same shit, bro. I, you about to say the same shit I would say. So I get mm-hmm. it. So what I'm saying is that, you know, and, 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 and Corey is right when you talk about the motherfuckers that raid the Capitol. Like, nigga, poor white trash, bro. Don't got enough money to and get out there and all type of shit. The bioplane. They, they had body armor and, 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 and $3,000 hey. AR 15s and they, yeah, they stayed at hotels and, and, right, and, they, and all of it. Like the, white, <laughs> the poor white, the trailer trash that I know, the motherfuckers <laughs> is, is, is trying to put together so they can get a half a cow to make it through the goddamn winter, bro. Yeah. You know like, those are like those QAnon, those are like those QAnon right wing. Uh, Proud boy type, that type of organization. Hold on, Tuck. Hold on, Tuck. I'm next. I'm next. You know what I mean? And then we can move forward. But yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But and I agree with the sentiment that Corey is saying. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I think sometimes when that type of statement is made, 
they think that it's just totally that, right? Like if if I say, yeah, you know, look, man, it's just there's some shit African American got to do in the community, right? And and they're not making the most of the opportunities that they have. If I, if I make that comment, people would take that as saying, oh, so you're saying there ain't no racism? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> They'll just get crazy with it. So you're saying, but like as if to say, you know, sometimes, you know, two things can be true. There's systemic racism, and in some areas, African-Americans are failing themselves. You know what I'm saying? I so when, just agree. because somebody makes one argument on one side doesn't mean that they, they don't acknowledge the other side. So, so absolutely, absolutely. Hey, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%, Social. Of course, we're not definitely taking advantage of some of the opportunities we have in the black community, for sure, for sure. But I just want to make, I just want to get, I want to make sure we're clear. We're saying that the poor white trash people having the same plight of black people, because I just said black people in general when I was speaking of the education system. So we're saying that- I wouldn't say the same. People in general, I, would, I wouldn't say the same. See, that, that's where we we I know, I know, I know, but I'm asking a question. I'm just getting something clear. So okay. we're saying that black people in general, right? We have the same plight as the poor white trash people. That's what we're saying. We're in an equal footing. We're in an equal footing as the poor white people. No, yeah. no, yeah. Pretty, no, 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 no. Hold on, y'all. Go ahead. Go ahead. You said as far as representation. Well, welcome, yeah. um, Amber, to the uh, show. Did you want to weigh on on something? Um, yeah, that's my Indiana homie. What up, Amber? <laughs> my son, I, I was uh just kind of coming up to um add to what Corey was saying. So, because it seemed like some people kind of, as Sosa just stated, thought that because he was making an argument that there are some things that Black people need to acknowledge and, you know, correct internally, that that was kind of dismissing, um, you know, systemic racism. And I, I totally understand what he's saying as far as poor whites being uh, kind of like down-talked amongst whites. But what, what's missing, I feel like, from that statement is that they are looked down more because they are literally in a society that kind of caters to them. Almost, they have to work to not succeed. It's not like they're situated like Blacks where all the obstacles are against them and you can succeed in spite mm -hmm. of. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> for, for white, for other whites, they look at that and they're like, oh yeah, you just downright lazy. Like, because we, we done laid this shit out for you. Now, the rhetoric for Blacks is that we are lazy. So I do feel like a lot of white people, poor whites, when they say they're complaining and we're, we're situated similarly and, you know, we're oppressed, you know, they're looking at it as though we're complaining for nothing because, look, we don't succeed either. We're forgotten too, but they're leaving out the fact that you're not really forgotten. You're just not even making an attempt, which is different from black people that are making exactly. an attempt and right. are and are facing all of these roadblocks. So there's a lot of different things going on, uh -huh. but everybody is looking at it from their perspective. Now, I do feel like blacks do sit at some blacks. They do sit at that space of I'm trying to succeed and nobody will let me succeed. And it's like, well, we know what we up against. They're not going to let you succeed. Like you, you have to work and push and, you know, fight for that. And it's fucked up that we got to do all of that, but it's just what you got to do until it, it, until it improves. 
So yes. you can complain about it or you can work to, you know, make change. Um, so that, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. And that's the benefit of Black Studies came in to do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, peace, Amber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, Amber, because, yo, all they got to do is, like Corey said, get a briefcase, straighten out their hair, and go get a job. Black people, we can't yeah, do that. I, That's what but, I'm saying. I, I, I agree somewhat. I agree somewhat, but, you know, like, you know, historically, right, it's not like poor whites have um, just popped up. Like, poor, right, poor whites have always ran parallel with, with African Americans. You know what I'm saying? No, just that no, they no, are. No, hold on, no, hold on. Listen, no. just listen to what I'm saying, bro. Listen to what I'm saying. If you go back in history, like Adrian talks about, and you talk about this, this different revolution when whites were indigenous service, they broke up. Um, they they made the under poor whites a class over African Americans, right? What so, revolution is this? Baker's Rebellion. I think it's Baker's Rebellion. Okay, that's one. Right. So, and they made whites, the poor whites over uh, African-Americans, a class above. So a lot of times in your slave camps, the person overseeing the African-American were your poor whites, who spoke a broken type of vernacular, right? And, and a lot of Africans learned the vernacular, English vernacular from those poor whites and it got transferred into, in, into our lexicon in different situations. But it's not like those poor whites were eradicated. They, was, they still were, they were, they were put in certain areas as buffers, Right to separate uh, races, and you know, I mean, that's why. So a lot of these whites are in these coal mining areas, West Virginia, up and right up in these, uh, you know, the more the more less the more less profitable zones, you know, mm-hmm. of yeah. America. So then, when the world got popping, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now the other whites is like, nah, like I'm not like y'all like on. I think it's nasty. You see what I'm saying? And then, but the ghettos, it, it, it was always ghetto. That was by the choice. That was by the choice. It was not, that's what I'm saying. Like, and, and I think, and that's where, the, that's where the animosity comes in at. Because when we look at it, we say, nigga, y'all choked that shit. Nigga, y'all white. You see what I'm saying? But they was like, nigga, my mom been, and they like, nigga, we've been poor since forever. Yeah, absolutely. success. I'm not saying that there are no anomalies. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that 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 dynamic has always run. There's never a time when that the poor white has never existed in what within the uh, time frame of the American. Uh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. American, well, absolutely. American. And, 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 and there was a time, so so I want to say too, so so there was a time where blacks were more employable than a poor white person because we had right. the skill sets. You see what I'm saying? Coming out, yeah, coming out of slavery. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. So right. that's you look- a part of what put the rift in there too. See, because right, when right. the politicians come, they can say, "Look, the niggers are taking y'all jobs. It's the niggers." <laughs> see, they put yeah. that rift in there. You know what I'm saying? And this, and it's the poor white people that keep the, that maintain racism. Without poor trailer trash white people, racism would almost be eradicated because when you get to a certain level, when you get to a certain status, right? Uh, 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 economically, racism starts to dwindle, right? And it's all about what you got. You know what I'm saying? 
uh, 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 you're I able to join the club. I, I disagree <laughs> with that. No matter how much money a black person got, he's still a nigga. He's still gonna get treated I, I, I worse didn't say, than a white I didn't man. Say, I didn't say Oprah Winfrey. See, this is what I, I, and I gave this example. I gave this example the other day, right? Oprah Winfrey, she may experience some racism, right? But she's only, let me tell you the type of racism she experiences. There's a, there's a little, there's a, there's a 19 year old white girl that works at the Louis Vuitton purse store, right? She don't know who Oprah Winfrey is, right? So she follows Oprah Winfrey around the store and she might say something slick like, well, that's a, Two thousand dollar purse. You sure you want to look at that purse? You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> but the thing is, it's only that level. That person is only the level that that does that type of shit, right? This girl don't have no fucking power. She work at the fuck. She's a she's a clerk working off commission at a at a sale at a department store, right? So Oprah Winfrey is one of the richest women in the world, right? So I don't know, I don't know that uh, um, that's maybe it irritates Oprah Winfrey, right? Maybe it, it, it kind of frustrates her that we still going through this today, but she's powerful enough where that little girl will never fucking work at another Louis Vuitton store in her goddamn life. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the power that Oprah Winfrey got. And that little white girl, that little racist white girl don't have no power. She don't even have no education because her parents didn't teach her better than that. Right. So so this is that's that's what I'm saying. When the when the when you get a certain at a certain status, who gives a fuck with the little with the with the little white boy at the Nike store thing? You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I can buy this whole motherfucker. Ask someone who got arrested. Ask someone who got arrested at the bank the other day. Now, check this out. So, Corey, I just want to ask you this. So, you said that if we eradicate the poor white people, then we would eradicate racism. Is that what you said? No, 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 no. I mean, you didn't say that. Not like that. Never be any racist person. Don't say that. You did say that. I'm saying, don't. Once the projects in the trailer parks start to have a dialogue, these politicians, these state representatives, the one who place legislation and who allocates the money, right, that you pay your taxes in, right? Because you know the government, the United States government plays with 16 to 18 trillion dollars a year. That's the, that's the money they play with, right? That's the money they got to put here and put there. 16 to 18 trillion dollars, right? And when these state representatives, when you send these state representatives to Congress and to the Senate and shit like that, right? You want them to be representing your best interest, the community's best interest, right? Not focusing on uh, uh, um, the rift issues. What, what did I just say? I lost the word, Brandon. I need the word. Wedge. Wedge. The wedge issue. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's my Indiana <laughs> homie. She always got my back. <laughs> the wedge issue. See, that's what they're going to do. They're going to talk about wedge issues. And my point was, when, when the projects in the trailer park start having a dialogue, them motherfuckers is going to have to go and represent the people. 
not the red, not the fucking Reds issues, not pointing at the Mexicans at the border and saying they the reasons why y'all y'all broke right now. They the reasons why the gas prices is high, right? We're not gonna allow that anymore. We're gonna actually uh, uh, stop the trickle down economics, like giving Mark Zuckerberg and them letting them pay zero taxes and shit like that. Like we've been doing since Ronald Reagan and shit. We still think that shit is gonna happen, and we still have white people. Voting. This is that's the that's one of the biggest issues, and we don't even recognize that in the community, in, in the black community. White people are the most likely to vote against their own interests. We have to have a dialogue about that to stop oh, that. And, 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 and by them benefiting and by them voting for the, the better interests, it, 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 it entails makes life better. When your neighbor do better, you do better. Right, you don't want to be the one doing good, and your neighbor is still fucked up, right? Because your neighbor gonna end up coming to get you. So we have to have that in mind when we talk about these issues. But go ahead, y'all. Yeah, I'm all a little confused right. about your here. part about the 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 as you get higher in wealth and all that because it, it, it you kind of the the example you used. It kind of limited because racism class to two different things. Yeah, and we're confused it, points. Right. That's why we confused. <laughs> you feel me, Amber? Yeah. Yeah, I, we're, we're misconstruing class and racism. And I am not the one to educate you all on that. I wish CK would come on the panel and clarify. But yes, we are misconstruing some things about the two terms. <laughs> no, I, I definitely understand there's a big difference between classism. Well, not a big difference, but there's a difference in, in classism and racism. But at some point, they, they intersect, right? And, and then, and then you, you start to see, like, like I said, once you get to a certain status, um, there are certain privileges that come with that status. Economically, I'm saying. There are certain privileges that come with an economic status. So I'm saying... The average black person is not experiencing the same circumstances as a LeBron James. You see what I'm saying? Or, or uh, as somebody, some billionaire, some black billionaire. You know what I mean? They, so, they don't so do, but but do you think? So do you think racism, like the 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 wealth gap? Do you think that that is? Uh, an effect of racism? Do you think that's an example of racism? Um, like, do you consider that? Because I think we kind of limited racism to being like a, you can't shop in a store or or the assumption right. that you don't have money because you're Black, when there are uh, so many things that fall into, under the umbrella of like racism or systemic racism. So do you- do I you, use that example because that's probably the only racism that Oprah Winfrey would experience. Like, you, you see what I'm saying? When you get to that status, that's why I use the store example. But I, I hear what, I, I, don't get me wrong, I definitely understand what you're saying otherwise, right? That wouldn't be a good example otherwise, but I gave that one for, for Oprah Winfrey because she's at a certain status, right? And she has a certain power dynamic. So uh, uh, she don't experience nobody says, oh, you, you know, we don't want Oprah Winfrey in this restaurant because she's black, right? No, no police is going to pull Oprah Winfrey out the car and start bashing her head, you know what I'm mm. saying, up against the goddamn car. You know what I'm saying? That, that's what I'm saying about that. You know what I mean? So, so you know, because it, it's, it's a power dynamic there, right? 
and, and that's what mitigates some of the racism. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying she won't never experience any racism. I'm saying <laughs> things change. Things the, the, the economic status mitigates a lot of that. I don't know. I'm just. I mean, every it's that's an opinion, man. I'm just. Right. I, I'm saying what I see. You know what I mean? Uh, um, you know, she got so many. I mean, like white people adore her. When you look at when you go to the white when you go to the Oprah Winfrey when you look at the crowd at the Oprah Winfrey show it's all these white women crying hollering oh Oprah oh, and her staff you know too saying? and her staff is all white mostly yeah you're right right and 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 you know what I'm saying that's what I'm saying like they it's a certain status you get to where the racism has been mitigated not uh, uh, eradicated Absolutely. right. Yeah. But I mean, it's but even real. at her level, but even at her level, do you think there are opportunities that she could be shut out of? And it, it might not be the the, the city and the restaurant. Absolutely. Yeah, but even but has. even at, at her status, there are there are opportunities that she's um you know she's not able to pursue be, because she's a black woman with wealth. You don't you don't believe that that's an issue even at her at her status. But, but, and, and, but that would be at like that. The highest level, like maybe owning a football team or some shit like that. Well, we can't. We also that would be at the, that, that would be the like that to justify a whole. That would be at the extreme. Like, that would be, but I'm saying that would be at the extremely high highest level because like hell, even LeBron James, you know, like shit like opening school, like you know, LeBron James did that. Like, but it would be at the only thing that she would be shot out of would be like, like I said, probably buying like a football team. You know what I'm saying? But you're saying the only thing you're saying the only thing and like kind of minimizing it, but that's not really right. the point. The point is that no matter what level you at, it, it still plays yeah, a factor. It's, it's gonna be right. there. It's, it's still be plays a factor. Yeah, what I'm saying is it's, it's absent. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't it's I don't not even mitigated. It's completely absent. Yeah, it is he's saying mitigated in terms of yeah, he's saying mitigated in, in terms of quantification. If you start right. with the level of racism that a, 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 a poor black person has to face, and then and then count that up, and you get a total of 100, because he's starting at a lower level, he got to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Now, with a person with wealth, is starting at a number higher than the, uh, the person on the bottom is starting at. So he's, that's what he's talking about, mitigating but it's still the levels. We, he's when not saying that, that there is no. He's not saying that the racism is absent. He's saying when he says when he talks about mitigation, he's talking about quantification in terms of how many levels and how many hops and steps she has to go through to get to get to the next step. She's already when you had when you had a being there, nigga, you already at us like you know how many hoop, you know how many hurdles you not jumped over to get to mm-hmm. being there, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. a, a person from a, with, a, a, with a regular job, oh, he got so much more hurdles to get to even get to Oprah. So, so that's what he's talking about. It's more mitigated. That's what he means. Not, not absent. Not, not that there ain't no more her or none of she's a being. And that's not what he's saying. So she's just affected less than the average black person. She's just affected less. She's less affected. She's, she's affected oh, yes. in less ways. In less ways. In less ways. Yeah, but that doesn't say that you know. I, I don't even say mitigated. She's just affected less by the racism. That's what I mean, but, but, but you make something But 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 for me, I, I want us to kind of get away from the less racism, more yeah. racism, because yeah. now we're it's kinda, all bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah now, yeah, we kind of feeding into that. There are certain levels of racism that's okay. You know, right. like it's less racist. Like I, I ain't really feeling. Yeah, and, and that's what I didn't want to come off as. I'm saying like, uh, there's there's a good racism. 
in a bad racism. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just, I'm just stating the fact, you know, like, uh, the status that my dad is at is, is, is different. Like he, his life is a little different than mine. You know what I'm saying? Like he feel, he don't feel out of place in certain places in the same way that I do. You, you know what I mean? Some certain, you know, only, only a mean? black man actually understands that. You know what I'm saying? Like, me not feeling so comfortable in certain settings. You know what I mean? But Explain. being at my Explain dad's that. status, right? My dad has lived a certain type of life, right? And, and, and he has a certain economic status where he feels very comfortable in certain uh, um, settings. As a matter of fact, he feels entitled to certain uh, aspects of life, you see what I'm saying? So, and, and 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 that's where the economics come in at, right? Because my neighbor, I could I could I could have my my I got a, my my neighbor's a white man, cool cool ass white dude, right? He actually actually um, he he went to school with me, but he was older than me. Like he went to the same school, but he was older, and he bought his parents' house. And we, we we came up in the same neighborhood, right? But he lived in a couple blocks away from me. But I, I, I happened to move by the house next door to his mom's house and he bought the house, right? But anyway, um, like him, I could take him to the same place. Like I could invite him like, yo, my dad said, man, come on through. Like we gonna go down to the, to the we gonna go over to this yacht party in Michigan City that he invited us to, right? My white buddy, right? My, my my white buddy that's on the same economic level with it, he gonna have the same feeling I got. Like, man, I don't really feel comfortable here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel kind of, you know what I, mean? I feel kind of out of place here. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because of his economic status, right? At that point, now we both feeling in the same, we both feel the same. We both looking at each other the same way. Like, yo, man, you know, like, shit, let's go. I'm ready to go have a beer and a joint. Like, I'm not here to fucking dance and, and have champagne and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what, yeah, because the conversation so you think, is different. So, you think just because a white man hang out with you, just because you think no, a white man would no, hang out no. with you, is that now you, now you, now you're going to do this. I'm just going to say something. I just want to say something. I just want to say something. I just want to say something because he was talking about, you know, the buddy was cool and he was on the same economic status and it was all good. I'm talking about how he felt in a certain setting. That's I all got I'm you. saying. I'm not I saying, got you. oh, I he got loves you. me and he's not racist no more, that he don't have racist thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I'm no. not saying that at all. I'm not saying that he may not have. See, because I, I have white friends, right, yeah. that are racist, right? Let's take my let's take my boss, for example. My boss said, <laughs> your white friend be right? What? Your white friend is racist? <laughs> associates. Wait, I, have a, I, I, I misspoke. Associates, right? Business associates, right? But let's let's take my let's take my my boss for example. Oh, right? Man, they gonna clip you up, boy. You getting clipped up for that? You know what? These are these are conversations that 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 this community need to have. And if and if and if I have to be ridiculed to advance black people, then so be it. I've already done that already, right? I've already been ridiculed, called dumbass niggas, stupid, nothing ass nigga, all of that, right? But this is for the benefit of the people who are under the yeah, you bu under you the bulletproof sound now, Corey. You bulletproof, man. You bulletproof now. Go ahead. Bulletproof, baby. You're in the tank, baby. You're in the tank. You're in the tank. 
Oh man, <laughs> y'all almost made me forget off. my point, right? <laughs> but but listen, I man, I can help you. Go ahead. I, I'm saying I want to I want to give my boss as an example, right? Mm-hmm. I know my boss is my boss is a racist motherfucker because I can tell by the shit he say, right? He slick, he he real slick with his shit, right? But you can't slick me, right? The thing is, right? He he says he he and 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 this is because because my man's Mr. Rich said, well, you think the white boy your friend because he he hang out with you, right? And this is what I mm-hmm. always know. This is what I always know. And, and I've, I've always been been brought up this way, right? My boss will say things like, "Yeah, because uh, uh, over there by the air, because because the hood is next. It's a it's a very bad hood by the airport, right? And and but it, it's not the only hood, but this is the hood that that that's on the news the most, right? And he'll say things like, "Uh, well, yeah, man, uh, uh you know." I was riding down there by the air by the airport, man. I was making sure I locked my doors and shit because you know, I, I, and I know, you know, I know you, you know, it, it, there, there's good people over there because I know you live over there, Corey. Like I'm one <laughs> of the good ones. Like Corey, you the good, you a good nigger. You not not you, but the rest of them niggas. That that's that's the type of shit he say. So when Mr. Rich said, oh, you think the white boy is your friend? It's always in the back of my head, right? That the white boy thinks highly of me, right? But not the rest of my people, right? That's what I'm saying. So, so I, I understand I, I, that. In response you know? to that. And I have business associates. I have business associates who, 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 think, who, who consider me a dear friend will do anything for me. I mean, anything. Like, I, I could I could pick up the phone and say, yo, I, I'm in a situation, I need like five bands. I got multiple white people who will drop that off without asking no questions. You know what I'm saying? I got access to $500,000 trailers that I drive out of town. My RVs, uh, 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 fifth wheels and shit that I take my family out on vacation. These is my white friends, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying, I'm saying they think of me highly, right? They may not think of the rest of the black community like that. They they'd say, well, he's one of the good ones. And I know, I know that y'all have heard that before or may have heard if y'all got white associates or if y'all got business partners or something. They normally say they they say shit, shit, shit like that. You know what I'm saying. So I'm always aware of that. So I just wanted to put that out there for Mr. Rich. Hey, Mr. Oh, Rich, let me jump in. Hold on, hold on, Mr. Go ahead, Rich. Go ahead, let me go jump ahead. in, man. Man, man, what's good, pseudo killers, man? What's up with you? What's good, pseudo killers on deck. What up? On deck, man. Yeah, Bobby up, Bobby? Deck, man. What's up, Bobby? What's up, Juju? What's up, Juju? What's up, Bobby? West? What's up, Bobby what's West? Yeah, I'm here, Life's man. Good. I'm showing up. I'm good, Bobby. Showing up. Yeah, life good. We're gonna stay focused. Life's so good, I'd be scared to go to sleep. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. You will make sure you wake up and don't die. You know that shit work. Evolution looking to kill you. So <laughs> all right, don't man. do it. <laughs> look, 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 I'm in I'm enjoying the conversation and like uh concrete Corey say, uh, you know, Corey Cosmos. That's what I like to refer to him as, right? He brings up a great point. Uh Mr. Rich also brings up these great points. So yeah, the conversation needs to be had. 
we need those ideal perspectives. But watch this. So, like, background I got, right, uh, being in the cult, dedicated to calling the white man the devil and everything about the white man is the devil. All right. And so being in that cold setting, the whole shit was, was the over, overemphasize. You know what I'm saying? Meaning it wasn't willing to recognize the victories. You know what I'm saying? It was always recognizing the losses. And so I had to fight my way to balance that shit out. And I think it's important because sometimes we fight as if we didn't just win that right there. Right. And, and I think the next generation, you have to accept, you have to understand your losses and accept your wins. This is this is very, very crucial. Now, as for racism, I have no idea who the fuck is racist. A, a black man could be married to a white woman and she could be a racist. You wouldn't know. You don't know my heart until the shit come out. You know, we experience things in our lives with different <laughs> friends and different people. And you don't know until you get into a rift and you figure out what's in their heart and you can read them. So, so, so I would never presuppose that I knew what any white person was. In North America, it's really based off of your social economic status. And so when y'all talked about uh, a white, a white, a broke white person and a broke black person, yeah, they right there together. They broke us a motherfucker together. But the difference is, and I think we recognize what the difference is, that if he cleans himself up, it's a possibility he can catch that pass pass. Wink, wink. You know what I'm saying? Like he has access to a privilege that we will never have. And since we can never have that privilege, then it is indicative of all people of color in North America, Black Americans or African Americans, yo, to stay steady and recognize where the fuck you at and build a platform that will empower us. Because you cannot wait around to change the hearts of motherfuckers. You got to be the instrument of change. So I'm not sitting back and making no excuses. I don't care who's a racist. All I know is at the end of the motherfucking day, we need to be prepared, be prepared as parents to raise our children in an environment that recognizes our victories and understand our losses and know that racism, based off of what, based off what the government says, is systemic, right? And it's still there. So I recognize what the United States government say. They say racism is still here. It's systemic. I recognize the scholarship on that. We need to raise our children like that. Appreciate my moment in the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you're going to be one of them parents that raises a honorable Judge Jackson with that kind of attitude. Nice. See, that, cool. that, that's the attitude absolutely. that we want. Yep. I concur. I absolutely concur. For one that marries a black man. No, let me stop. I'm just kidding. Yeah, you we can't focus on like we we focus on the losses, like we and and I think these are the problems we actually have. So we, you know, if I say space age African, people frown. If I say mm -hmm. stone age religion, yo, you being disrespectful. How? Like you know, religions was created in the fucking stone age. It wasn't like Homo sapiens sapiens was born religious. You know what I'm saying? The shit had to be created on the platform, and the platform was the Stone Age. You have Iron Age religions, okay? You know, Africa holds some of the oldest religions, some some of the oldest uh, traditions and customs, right? So, so I, I take I see no problem in that and saying that, but 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 we hold on to shit that's already passed, yo. And see, that's a that's the shit that got me fucked up being in a cult. They hold on to that shit like that's it, like that's the crowning jewel. Like the shit becomes a weight. I'm telling y'all, man. 
the shit literally becomes a weight. Let me give you an example of it being a weight. The pandemic. The Nation of Islam has a weight around their ankles that weighs them down and does not allow them to see the reality all the fuck around it. What was the reality? That black people at low rates needed strong black men and strong black women to get them proper information and point their ass in the right direction. From an organization that's been around 75 years or so, these crazy motherfuckers with the weight on them, they underwater talking about the white man trying to kill us. When the reality was, y'all trying to kill us. So how do we separate now? Separate that shit in our mind? How do we make a choice? So-called strong organizations, because everybody look at the nation of Islam as a strong, black, empowering fucking organization. I look at it as, you soon as you walk in that motherfucker and separate the black men from the black woman, you just killed our power. As soon as you separate black women from black men, you fucked us up. Now we fucked up. Oh, you just killed them. Because we actually function together. It's a, it's a, it's one of the strongest part. No, it's the oldest partnership on planet Earth. And I debate anybody on that. Yeah. First Homo sapiens sapiens was definitely black. When I say black, I mean the color they skin was dark to brown. That's what I mean. Right? And and, and it was a family, the oldest institution, but it was a partnership. All right. And so the, the, the point I want to make is, is that the nation of Islam destroyed that partnership. And in destroying that partnership, women don't have a goddamn voice to tell the niggas, that slap stupid. We got babies dying from the COVID. Since they don't have a fucking voice, they can't say nothing in the organization. Because I know the women is sneaking, getting their kids vaccinated. You already know. The woman going to pick the baby over dumb niggas out every time. Not unless you, your mind has re been reformed to cult-like behavior, and that's the dangers of cults. And so the organization that was supposed to be strong and got us in the right direction wasn't there. It just wasn't. Where could we look to? We couldn't, we couldn't look to them. Why? Because they had that weight I talked about. Y'all thought I forgot my point. The point was the weight, right, of taking situations and carrying that shit to your fucking death. And that's what I'm not willing to do. And that's why I'm glad to sit amongst a bunch of brothers and sisters that can actually understand what the fuck I just said and not think I'm anti-motherfucking uh, anti African because I told the fucking truth, right? Being weighed down by outdated fucking organizations ain't happening over here on my motherfucking watch. I didn't sign up, right, to be held down by old traditions and old customs. Why would I do that? I was in a cult like that. I was there. I smelled it. I know what it smelled like. I know what it looked like. I understand it. I get it. And by the way, for the record, Nature Boy, boy, man, you ain't slinging in a can of oil. Nature Boy recognized the nature of the motherfucking threat when I called in the star on the TV. I just want to speak on that real quick. He played the only card he could play. Fuck with that nigga from the pseudo killers, brother, huh? I listen to him every night. Why would he say that? Did he really mean it? No, because he know I'm coming for that motherfucking ass. All day, every day. I'm not, I'm not caring about the pseudoism. I don't care if it's from fucking Africa. I don't care if it's fucking the Blicky. I don't give a fuck if it's from the great Mizzou. I don't care. If you have been abducted by motherfucking aliens, I'm not fucking with you. That shit slaps up. I don't care how old how old the tradition is. If it does not help and work right now, I'm not fucking with it. That's not being disrespectful. 
That's called, watch this, ladies and gentlemen. It's called self-preservation. Right. Hello? 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 Am I not with the alien. Because the nation is Islam is motherfucking 75 years and ain't smart enough to let the women help them out to make the proper decision? Am I supposed to die for that? Not no, but hell no. Am I supposed to die for these motherfuckers only had goddamn fucking plants and fucking birds? No! self Preservation is what I'm telling the people listening right now. Fuck all of that. Fuck the millions. If we say something, go look that shit up. I'm telling Fuck you. The do not depend. <laughs> do not depend on the shit I say. Look the shit up for yourself. I rest Fuck my motherfucking case. I'll be banging this. Millions. Bitch. By the way, yo, I'm gonna go live probably Saturday. Right? I'm going to do my first Bobby Banger show, man. Make sure y'all be in the motherfucking building. I'm going to do it on the Real Black Atheist. Oh, I might do it right here. But this shit going to be popular. I got the slides and shit and the motherfucking B-52s, yo. And I'm already there, yo. And this shit going to be super, super tight, yo. Right? I'm going to make sure it take a half an hour to drop that shit. And I'm going to open up the motherfucking line. Yo. That's what we're doing, yo. Support the motherfucking channels, man. Support the pseudo killers. Dedicated to moving this shit in the proper direction, man. Shout out to the motherfucking Amaral squad, yo. We always come together when the time is there, yo. Shout out to that shit right there, man. I fucks with the niggas, man. Fuck the millions. That's all I got to say. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck them aliens and the niggas that teach this shit. How about that? How about that? See, that's a double, 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 double down. Double, double, double. Love the double down, yo. I love the, the double, double down. down. The Baltimore double, double down. I ain't, down, I ain't gonna say fuck them aliens. They might fucking show up one. We already know. You gonna be happy to jump on board with their ass. We can see you. Them niggas show up. Be like, nigga, I ain't never seen this. Those can't wait. Show up, yo. Now I got fuck. Yeah, they show up. I got fuck with them, yo. What you want me to do? Show up. I gotta change it up. Don't get mad at me. I mean, these niggas done traveled across the galaxy. Like, I gotta honor these niggas. That's respect. Hold on. Respect right there. Y'all want to hear something funny? Hold on. Speaking of Galaxy, Speaking of Galaxy, funny. funny. I'm going to tell, tell you something funny. If the aliens show up, clear across the motherfucking galaxy, having the technology, you know what I'm saying, to travel past the speed of fucking light, like, I guarantee you, motherfucker, do not leave me with the information <laughs> of a motherfucking star, you know what I'm saying, that I never could see. Nigga, leave me some weaponry. Leave me some technology that will help progress my motherfucking people. How about that? Right. Double, 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 double down. Now, how about that? Hey, leave me, leave me with a grand unified theory. Then, then you can cut out. Once you write the grand unified theory down, then you can cut out. Go on about your business, homie. I got what I need. But no, don't, don't point to a star wanna... and say, "Yo, I came from there," and then leave. No, that's not. Okay. Leave me, leave me germ theory. Right. All of it. Listen, speaking of galaxy. Speaking of galaxies, so the James Webb telescope has taken some phenomenal first pictures. And I think um, the one that I just posted in um, Astronomy for Blurs, which is Black Nerds. Um, Rick Ross set that up, but it's a billion year old galaxy or two galaxies that are merging or combining is one of the pictures. I'll try to find it, but it's already been some awesome shots. 
and scenes and they're they it's set up it's 100 working um you know they're just like running tests getting in a position but these are some of the images they've captured so i just want to throw that out Anyone i'm glad you i'm glad you, you threw that out there because i saw the picture i wasn't able to read the um because I, I get the these news flashes or whatever mm -hmm. but i wasn't able to read it i just assumed like i, I just <laughs> I, I clicked on a picture and i made it bigger just to look mm -hmm. at it bigger I just yeah. assumed um, those were accretion disks, but the, I, I see uh, now that you say those are two um, two galaxies mer merges together. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That, but from that distance, they, they just look like accretion disks for us. But yes, th 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 thank you for that clarity. I, I appreciate. Absolutely, that. brother. You my fan. So watch, I got watch, watch this. Let's do a slight. How, how you watching the video, right? And, and, and you come across a powerful point. And you rewind it back. So let's rewind back a couple of seconds. There was a statement made, right? And it was clear about the Dogon. Don't ever get misconstrued. Don't let people trick you and say things like, well, you know, it's racism that will not acknowledge the Dogon. Don't let them use that card, right? The things that everybody mentioned, we need to mention it again. Do not leave me naked with this showing me a fucking lightness guy because that's all it's worth in that particular time a lightness mm -hmm. guy leave me with something that will help push my community forward yes somebody else got some things you think they should have left us let's go down the line concrete coin what do you feel that the nomo should have left the motherfucking dogons or whoever the hell it was well, well my number one been it's, it's a multiple things but my but my number one thing was the grand unified theory, right? Wow. And, yeah. And, and why. then and why. then I I would also want to um find out um uh energy a uh, energy source that I can use that's renewable that I won't even have to change it like so uh, like an ion propelled engine that that that's and prepared off that's, of ions and that works like balanced that. with nature and doesn't leave yeah. waste. Yes, I'm with you, Corey. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you let that man talk things for me. Go ahead. No, that was it. Juju, Juju, what you got? What you think they should have left? Um, you know, oh goodness, the renewable energy one is good. Like some type of science and technology that is more um, compatible with nature. That that would be my biggest thing. Something, you know, how to clean water. You know. The renewable energy force source would have been my number one too. Um, something that everybody could have, so we wouldn't have to like try to control it and then charge other people for it and things like that, like an abundance. Okay. Gotcha. Mr. Rich, what should they have left us, yo? What, you know, if we was there, what do you think they should have left? Uh, medicine. <laughs> medicine, how to yeah. heal broken bones and shit. Huh. Mm. Mm. Amber, where you at? Right. Amber here. ran when you came. <laughs> Amber never runs. What do you think would have been interesting for them to leave uh, that um, African nation instead of just discernment. pointing to a star? Discernment. Uh, discernment? Yeah. <laughs> fucking interesting right there, yo. Well, that's fucking interesting. So you can mm -hmm. see shit. I got you. Yes, and quickly uh, identify what don't work and move on. Yes. Oh, 
I like That's that. Not- I like that. When you at yeah. Tuck? When you at Tuck? I'm right here, on. What, what do you think would have been a good uh, thing to leave? What I say is, uh, probably the, the the togetherness. That's how I, that's, I think that's how we miss it. We got everything here. Just teamwork. Right. That's what I wish they would have left. So you say, I think they had that. I think they, I think they was actually masters of, of their environment. And that's why uh, they built beautiful structures, uh, beautiful works of art, man. I think they, 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 they had medicine. So I, I, I think that they had that already. I, I think they actually had unification. It was very much, a tribe they claim was very much well organized people, else they would have been wiped out already. So they, you know, I thought they had that. Did we leave anybody out? Where's Shepherd at? Shepherd on it? Nope. So, yeah, so, so, so watch this though. We got advanced weapon, advanced weapon, advanced weapon and body armor. Nigga. What are y'all talking about? Oh, I forgot you, Sosa. See, Sosa hit it on the nose. And so if we put that all together, right, then that would actually give them full clothing and protection up to now. Think about that now. If those things we just mentioned, put them together, right, that would actually help them secure full clothing and shelter and protection, that they still be the baddest motherfuckers on the planet right about now. Really think about that. Now watch this. Watch how our minds have been constructed and informed right, by racism, white supremacy. When I say racism, white supremacy, for this particular narrative, I'm talking about controlling the narrative of the fucking aliens. They actually control the narratives of the fucking aliens. Because watch this, whenever white people get visited by aliens, they always are left with some fucking type of technology that gives the world promise and moves the fucking world forward. Think about that shit right there. But when they visit the niggas, Right? They gave me some crazy shit. Nigga, look up in the sky. That's the light. That's where we came from. White people get electricity, all time machines, all that shit. Come on, man. I've been reading that pseudo shit forever, nigga. The ancient alien space aliens, they visited, they got in the hydraulic technology to build. Yo, so why the niggas always get the bullshit, dog? Why we always just look at the motherfucking light, yo? Are we attracted to light or some shit like that? Is that the fucking running joke? So no, I do not accept the racist views promoted by complete foolery. It makes no sense. And it doesn't mean that I do not respect the damn Dogon and what they did to help move forward. Simple as that. It's simply the narrative. We've all read the shit. The aliens come to white people, yo. They give them promise. They give them weaponry. They give them high technology. They give them all that shit. They go to the niggas. Yo, yo, look at that light. That's where you come from. It's spiritual. Bunch of bullshit. Yo, did they ask the question? Did they answer the question about um? They couldn't see it, but they knew it was there. Man, oh, man, listen, man, I'm not even. That's up and point, coming. Man. That's that's one of them things that's that's <laughs> up and coming. We gotta wait on okay. that one. This is no bags for it. A presentation. 
Uh, at this point, man, I'm saying that that shit right there, yo, is it, causing a, a serious wedge, man. I mean, you know, like, and then conversations get mixed in, man. And, you know, I got certain tools I'm going to use to do what I do the way I do it. So if I say, for instance, when we having that uh, uh, distasteful Egyptian fucking conversation, right? I know how to employ my weapons. So I know just when to employ my motherfucking big joker, the racist shit. But when I use the racist shit to talk about the Egyptians, I'm going to give you the sources from white people that said they was racist. I'm not going to say they was racist and just say it. I'm going to give you the tool. Right? So we're in these conversations where people are saying, well, the Dogon did this and this, and the racists won't allow you to see it, and the racists won't because, and, and people, Black Americans or whatever the fuck, they, 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 they don't want Africa to win. Show me the source where white people are stopping at, and I'll show you the source where white people rename everything in the valley to make the shit seem like it came from some motherfucking way else but motherfucking Africa. So my shit get mixed in with a whole bunch of shit that ain't even making no sense. So I want my shit to be clear and, and fucking separated from everybody else. So no, you can't just show me a picture and make me think that's what it was. No, no, no. I fuck with the archaeology, right? I fuck with the cultural context. I fuck with biological human evolution when talking about uh, uh, organisms that lived on the Nile Valley, whether it be a fucking crocodile, whether it be a hippopotamus, whether it be a fucking giraffe. So don't never get my shit confused. I, I do what I do. Never get my shit confused. That's why the conversation is crazy as fuck at times, at least for me, at least for me. Because people will use that card when you don't have to use that card. It's the big joker. You employ it when it's time. But it has to be backed up by incredible sources. Did the shit be overused? Oh, I see that right there. I like that. I see them nebula spiral. I see that. I see that. But yeah, man, that's, that, that's my point for the goddamn day. It's the point I want to make, man. Like, nope, I'm not doing it. Conversation is breaking shit apart. I don't know why, yo. I didn't go to school with the fucking Dogon. And I didn't go to school with the Nubians and the Egyptians while they was in the Green Sahara before they was called Nubians and Egyptians. I know I did. So excuse me. Yeah, yeah. I um those is more elaborate than, than the pictures I actually saw on my little news flash. I just got the um the medium infrared Im images. It looks like they they understand the the uh, composition uh, of those uh, galaxies. What what those uh, galaxies are made up of. So now you got you you got this color separation. That one right there. That's the one I saw. The one on the very bottom, all the way to the yeah that one oh, right that. there. Yeah, that's the one I saw. And then I saw it was another image that was with that one. Like two and discs, it, it, right? Yeah, and it made like it red showing. Accretion disks. That's what. I, that's why I thought they were uh, accretion disks. Yeah. I was trying to find that one actually. Yeah, but that's the actual. Yeah, what, see that that image that you're looking at right there, uh, uh, Jolanda. That's mm -hmm. what the camera sees. 
That's what the James mm-hmm. Webb sees before they t- they they incorporate the composition of what Correct. the star is made of. Yeah, yeah, yep. So a lot of information. It's a lot of information in those pictures right there, man. Yeah, it's exciting. It, it, and you know what? It's steps, y'all do y'all do realize? You know that our arguments are always like like nature is so serious. See, a lot of times we don't realize how how delicate and how serious nature is. Nature is so serious, she just won't allow you. you there's no cheating in nature, yo. This shit is so real. It's like a car, yo. If you take the wheels off the car, yo, you're not going nowhere, yo. It, it won't allow you to drive without the fucking wheels. <laughs> you know I'm saying? Like, there's no, you can't get around it. It's so, the way, you know it's the so, physics of the universe, no doubt. It got laws. Day. That's why they call them laws, right? It's a, this, the, the laws are descriptions of how the universe works. And there's no way around it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. yeah and since you said laws, yo, laws and theories are two different things, yo. There is no hierarchy. So people think a law is higher than a theory. That's not true. It's not vice versa. Uh, no, a, a law, I mean, it should happen so much. They ain't seen the change. That's a law. It's basically a description. It's, it's a, a description of how the universe actually works. So... Yeah, and the theory tell you, and it tells you how how it how it's happening. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so to even get, and that's why I know people be be, be trying to be funny, yo. Right when you start talking about they knew, watch how simple it is, right? And and they get mad, right? Get mad at you, okay? When when you say, man, like if you're starting, watch this. If you if you can actually look at a star, watch what I'm saying. Work with me, Cosmic Corey. You can look at a star and tell what it's composed of and tell how heavy the, the material is in that, yo. How what steps have you been through to get to that, Corey? Like, seriously, bro. We, like, we, we like kind of discussed that yesterday. A, a little bit. We kind of discussed it a little bit, right? So you talk, we, you're talking about triangulating a star, right? So uh, locating where this star is at in, 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 in space-time, right? Um, there's, there's certain steps that have, there's certain steps that have to be already been taken before you can decide, I need to triangulate this thing. So you have to have already the physics, the Newtonian physics, right? You have to have calculus to, to work out the triangulation. You have to have tri- trigonometry, you know what I mean? To work all of this shit out. And it's it, we, I, like I said yesterday, this is not something that you pass down orally. This is something that goes through trial and error. This is something that has to be written down, tested over and over and over again before we can determine that this is actually what it is, right? Before we can come up with the Pythagorean uh, theorem, right? To, you know what I'm saying? And, and these these type of mathematical theorems, not theories, theorems, right? Meaning these, these are specific equations, right? A template that's laid out, right? We, we know what a template is, right? That's already laid out so you can take the next steps. So if, if, if the Dogon or if any ancient people, any people, period, and like I always say, real science always leaves behind byproducts, right? So if any people had figured out some type of 
language like calculus and trigonometry and things like this to understand this, they, they would have had this written down. They would have had to have a written language because this is not something that you remember and pass down orally. It's, it's, it's just not going to happen. I don't care who you is, how smart you is, what, what continent you come from, what the year was, how clear the sky was, none of that. You're not remembering this and passing it down orally. That's just not how that works, right? We still have, when you go to math class, we talked about this yesterday, right? On the collegiate level, they got a whiteboard and a blackboard in there. They got equations on these blackboards in some of these, some of these uh, 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 classes, right, that they've been working on for years. They erase shit, they put shit back, they add shit, they take it out, they say, oh, maybe that might be, but maybe this might. Like, they do all of that, you know, with these equations working, and they writing it down. And each generation, each new class, every year, a new group comes in and works on that. We still people, we still have people go to school that studies, you know, they, they go to school to study uh, uh, um, Einstein's theory of gravity, right? We, they, they go to school to study that. It is, it's not like we found out Einstein figured it out and we, not, we found out everything. Now we can throw it in the trash. We don't need to worry about it no more. That's not how it works. This is a continued thing. This is, this is a thing that, that, that's, that's continued on and you have to write it down so the next generation can build upon it. So that's what it takes. That, that's, that's some of the things that it takes to, in order to get to the point and figuring out how to triangulate a star and, and not only triangulate where the star is at, but figure out the weight and the composition of it, right? Because then you got to know, now you have to be able to go through different, yeah, and you're talking about the different compositions of it, right? Now you have to be able to see light spectrums. Now you're talking about light spectrums. You, you know what I'm now saying? Jolanda, Jolanda just killed about Brunson. When she pulled up that picture, right? I yeah, saw yeah. What, what I saw, and, and I was and I and I had made an assumption, and she showed me I was dead wrong, right? What I mm -hmm. saw was the was the medium infrared image. It made <laughs> me think that those were accretion discs, right? But what Julanda has done is she did she went a little further in her research and she actually can see the chemical composition that these galaxies are made up of. So now we know they're not they're not accretion disks. These are actual galaxies that are merging together. Like wow. with the Andromeda, like what us and the Andromeda galaxy is gonna do. In, in in the far future. I don't want to say anything. Coy, stop right, Coy, stop right there for a minute, right? Yeah, I'm done. Like, Go ahead. Like people, people, no, no, no. I want no, hold on. Come on, man. You you, you got people fucking attention. Like the shit is <laughs> rewind shit. This is why I rewind the motherfucking ass, my nigga. This is what I do when I'm studying. You know, I see we got a good show what it's got, right? I rewind. This one of them, you put a pin in this section, right? So mm -hmm. all right, question. When was when did they realize the elements? When, when, when was when was the element chart invented? Because this uh, this would have rubber meets the motherfucking road. Now. Now, now, now you cannot tell me about elements before the motherfucking element chart. Like, don't do me like that. Like, God right, damn. right. You know, like, God well, damn. Oh, and oh, even even then, 
so like even once we get the element chart, right? Even let's say they, they got the element chart, Crazy. right? Don't say it yet. Don't say it yet. No, that's just <laughs> right there. Yeah. To show you how ridiculous the conversation be, right? When is the element chart? Does anybody got a date? I'm not I'm not element? sure when they figured out the element chart when it started because it was okay. a starting point and then it was finished at one point. And so again, they got finished, right? All the mm -hmm. elements, right? Okay, mm -hmm. so now when did they figure out how to verify elements that's on earth? How did they know that the same elements that's on earth you can find everywhere in the cosmos, right? I'm gonna give you a clue, it's called Brunson. German scientist and his partner, I forget his partner's name. This man, we all learned it in school. It's called the Brunson burner. This mm -hmm. nigga was burning fucking elements and he realized, wait a minute, yo, they, they give off, like you said, a color signature, mm -hmm. right? And that's when they realized that, yo, if you, you can identify them same colors right here in the lab, you can identify that shit in the fucking cosmos, yo. So, mm -hmm. so I, that's why, right? I don't need to read 50,000 fucking Dogon books to know they couldn't have done that right there. That, you couldn't identify what was inside the fucking star, yo. Like, in, in the play with our minds and psyche, yo, likens me back to the days of the cult. And I be wondering, I be wondering, mm. is, is, are, are people trying to get their own following in the cult? I be really, 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 really wondering. I'd be saying, are they really trying to say that they understood the metal before they knew what metal was? Devastating, yo. The picture, even after that, right? Like, like I was going to say, the picture that Jelani showed is not what we going to see with our eyes, right? This is through a spectrometer, right? Through, it has it, 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 it separates the spectrums, the light spectrum, and then they overlay that on top of one another, and that's how we are able to see these wonderful, colorful galaxies and nebulas and accretion disks and 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 supernovas and and so so on and so forth, so forth. Right, a lot of this shit you can't, you just cannot see with the naked eye, right? We don't see medium infrared with the naked eye. Like we just got the technology to really be able to detect medium infrared. So you know what I'm saying? So like it's it's kind of silly to talk about the composition of a star and, and the weight and all of that. You know, you're talking about the density of the material that it is. You know, like nobody knew what neutron material was. Like at the <laughs> It's, it's just ridiculous to me like some because i was reading i was reading some of that i, I read some of that book um god damn i forget the name of that the, the book that they was re referencing and it talked about it talked about how they understood that this was neutron material they didn't call it neutron material but they talked about how it was so so much denser than the earth, not denser fair, and yo. heavier and not shit fair, like that. You know what I mean? And then the white it's boy not, goes on. Yeah, the white boy goes it's on to talk about how you can take a teaspoon of this neutron material and set it on the earth, fair. right? And a, a teaspoon of this it's neutron material it's will, will earth, fall right. straight through the earth. It'll fall it right through. Fair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, listen, it, it's ridiculous. Coy, listen, listen what I'm saying right now. Listen, bro, I, I always 
reference things, right? I reference, you know, my life in the streets, right? Because they were examples for learning, right? They, they were examples uh, of misunderstanding my environment. So I bring it up to show you when I smell it again, that I, that I, that I smell it, right? And so I was in the cult, and, and I let people know that because it was five years of that. And the only thing that kept me in that cult, watch this, y'all, listen to what I'm saying. The, actually, the only thing that kept me in the cult was my ignorance to scientific literacy. I'm going to say this real slow for y'all. The only thing that kept me captivated in that cult, making me thinking I was getting scientific ideas, because I actually enjoyed science, right? But I was mis I, I, they was misrep they was really teaching pseudoscience. And the only thing that actually kept me interested in it was the fact that I didn't understand science for real, right? I, I, I was pseudoscientific. So, so as, as you hear Cosmic Corey speak, right? And he talks about the elements and we had these conversations, you should ask yourself, those who are ignorant to things like Brunson, right? Color signatures, um, element charts and how they work and why is this and that, right? You could get got by the doggone shit. You get got all the way or blind and sinker. But those that are educated on it, yo, I, I mean, some, I mean, you like the shit is slap stupid. So I think what we got to do, Corey, this is, I figured it out. I, I like to think, I think we have to actually close that gap and not make fun of those who can't close that gap. Like maybe that's gotta be it. Cause I laughs and shit. I laughs and niggas. That's what I do. Like I stay in trouble for that. So I think I need to be a little more a little more relaxed. I think I want to work on that. I don't want to laugh at you. I think I'll mute myself out and laugh till I fall off the chair. But I don't want to. I don't want to make fun of people because I was in that situation when you could have told me that shit. Because I used to believe the doggone shit. Like, yeah. The matter of fact, I'm gonna break out. The book is called, ladies and gentlemen, "The Star of Deep Beginnings." Are y'all familiar with that? What is it? Say it again. Yeah. The book is called "The Star of Deep Beginnings." I know they, I know we got it in the server, right? Uh, Charles Finch. <laughs> Charles Finch is a green book. Yeah. And he talks no, all about, about the all. toe polo. Yeah, talk about the toe polo, talks about the, 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 the heavy L, all that shit, bro. Yeah. 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 So Let me jump in. I believe it. What's going on, man? What's up? I'm, you don't kill a fish I'm good. No, I heard aliens. I heard Dogons, and I had to show up. I was just in a oh. funeral. Uh, 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 a grandfather figure of mine's passed away, so we we sent him off. But now I'm back, and I'm ready to play. Cause Sorry, after, yeah, nah, that's okay. He died uh, uh, 88 years old. He lived a full life, so yeah, we sent him off beautifully. It was it wasn't a, a sad send off. Not like my dad last year. That was rough. Mm. But I um, yeah, thank you, thank you. Here, um, we gotta sit and wait on a presentation to figure out how something that was invisible was known about. Just like the dragon that I got in my closet that I can't show you, but I know it's there, right? That's number one. Number two, scientific literacy. You see, when Corey is talking about spectrometry and he's trying to find the words to break down how light is split up in its, its, its different wavelengths and each wavelength has a different color and the color of the wavelength can identify an element. For example, when you see a red light, 
you know that you got a lot of sodium there, for example, and this, depending on the, the burning of that, that light, if it's more orange, you know you got more iron. That requires scientific literacy. You can regurgitate a lot of information. However, if you're not fundamentally scientifically literate, you can actually believe that without having gravity, the foundation of gravity, the mathematical foundation for gravity, Newtonian physics written down, that someone can actually convince you they can look up in the sky and know that something is heavy. Oh, now, it only illustrates your ignorance. The fact that you think a methodology is using apologetics it's ridiculous that you can't even identify it. So I've always been scientifically literate, but what I've done in the last couple of years is start to study philosophy because it teaches you how to reason and how to think. And what it does for me, it allows me to identify immediately the flaws in reasoning. And now once you got people who can't reason and are using apologetics, we know that this is part of their identity. And what we do is challenging their identity. So we get this type of response. It is a religious response. That's all it is. We can stop saying we don't trust the Bible, but here are the words that the trigger words that we, we start to use. We become spiritual and not religious. Those are the trigger words. You know somebody's in the wrong state of mind if he says I'm, I'm spiritual and not religious. Same shit, different name. You can say you don't believe in God, but you believe in Kulu Kulu. Same shit, different name. When you start mm -hmm. to use apologetics, when you need to do a presentation, a church sermon on your pulpit to convince me that someone could see something that wasn't there, that they couldn't see, that they knew what. When you need to do the mental gymnastics to do that, it's apologetics. That's all it is. We are dealing with religious folk. We're not dealing with scientifically literate folk who wants to have a debate about science. When someone is referencing yeah, an apologetics column full, full of claims, which we cannot verify and don't identify it, you're not scientifically literate. You have a good memory. That's it. What's That's your background, it. yo? What's your background, bro? Well, what you do? Me? I'm a biochemical engineer. I, I uh, advise government uh, uh. in regards to this whole pro COVID protocol. Uh, I studied biochemistry. I am a first in immunology, but to get there, I had to have a college background in science. So yes, chemistry is fundamental in my existence. Uh, physics is fundamental in my existence. I don't like uh, uh, mathematics that, that much, but I got to apply it. And of course, biology. So I'm sound so scientifically literate. When I hear things, I know hey, that don't make no sense. <laughs> You couldn't do that. So you don't you, have the technology. So you don't have the instruments. So basically, you sitting in your tank, your scientifically literate uh, chemistry tank, saying, "What the fuck is wrong with these niggas? What the hell? What boy stop?" So, so listen. Well, this is what we got to learn. Listen, putting uh, your own credibility in question. One sec. 
Well, just one second. I'm going to tell you right now. We have to learn empathy, bro. Like, that has to be the reason. That has to be it. We have to, we have to understand the ignorance of human beings and said subjects, bro. Like, I know I'm ignorant in subjects. You said it. We all, we all admit on this platform, right, that we're definitely ignorant in some subjects. Oh, yeah. And at times, we can see it come out, right? So I think I want to show a little more empathy. That's what I, I can't speak to nobody else, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not getting myself all worked up, right? I'm not, I'm not debating no Dogon shit. Don't even ask me. I'm not doing that shit. Like, I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. Ridiculous. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not debating whether the Bible is real, whether Jesus Christ is real. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not doing it, yo. I'm not debating whether the Egyptians had a fucking plane, nigga. And the alien, I'm not, not doing it. No, no, I'm not wasting my time. Flat Earth. I'm not debating Flat Earth. I'm not doing those subjects. I simply don't. Stupid. No, I'm not doing it. No. Don't ask me. Don't put my name in that shit. I'm not doing it. Now, I'm up for the Egyptian shit all motherfucking day. If you're honorable. Yeah. Yeah, bring it. Archaeology, history, DNA. We got something yep. to argue about, and we can argue all day. Yep. But yeah, when man. you start to use apologetics, there is no argument. It's unfals- unfalsifiable claims. You're going to say, yeah, this means that, but you have to look at it this way. So you see, it was invisible, but you see, they had the concept of duality. And that's why the apologetics it is man. going to be uh, unfalsifiable claims is... It, it doesn't make no sense, but if you yeah, cannot see, if you, you cannot reason that for yourself, those claims are all unfalsifiable. They're going to switch it up, twist it up. They are going to make it fit regardless. It's called apologetic. What, what, what is meant by that? What is meant by that? What is meant by it has to be falsifiable, bro? What is, what is meant? What, what are you saying? What I'm saying is, when you put something to the test, it's either yes or no answer, right? What you get with apologetics is whatever the answer is, it's the right answer. That means it's unfalsifiable. That's like saying, if I die, God got a better plan for me. If I live, it's because God wanted me to live. God can't be tested. It's unfalsifiable. This is what apologetic do. It's unfalsifiable. Yeah, yeah. That's what these guys are doing. And you hear, you hear their their their, their uh, scientifically literate rate. You hear it when they talk about. But we are now discovering things because they made predictions. Then you don't understand what a scientific theory is. A scientific theory is a body of knowledge containing laws etc explaining a, a particular phenomenon and to ground that theory it always contains a prediction something we're going to discover in the future if what we are saying here and what we are seeing is right there is no such prediction in the dogon so you can't say that they, they we are discovering things that they predicted they would have to have written 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 scientific Formulas, no. scientific concepts, written, not oral traditions. Corey, say what you wait, said again. Wait, wait, A blackboard. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't hold on. 
I want you to keep building, right? But I just want to throw in a little pen right there, a little stop, a little stop. You use the word prediction. What I'm telling y'all right now, watch this. When people use the word prediction and apply it to things like the Dogon, I then understand that they, they're not understanding. I'm telling y'all right now that the highest level in science, right, is its ability to predict. That is the fucking level. That's the difference That's from uh, 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 creating an astronomical clock and not the playa, which predicted, which predicted things that were repeatable. I'm going to say it again. Yes. Not the playa. That's, the astronomical the clock at 7,000 BCE, right? It, it, it predicted things that were repeatable. I mean, these yeah, things were repeating. All you do is catch up to it. Not a scientific. Yeah, they were doing metry right. early met early met service. So that's they were saying they why I'm saying and even was, even at that level that's, right. And even at that level though, right oh, that may or may not be considered a scientific prediction. Even at that level. Says, that no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. See, I didn't no 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 hold on no 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 no. If y'all thought I heard me say that. I didn't say no, but it is science. It's Rudimar. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely science. I would never. Yeah, yeah, to, to, to predict the thing that is repeating. You get that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like every day I watch the sun, right? And it moves a little bit. And you do that for a whole year, then you can predict that it's going to do that again the next year. You get that? But you've seen it yeah. repeat itself. Yeah. And you, if you had long enough, you can watch it repeat itself over generations, right? Okay, yeah, we know you. when we know when the full moon is going to come. We know when the full moon is going to come. I'm going to let you get it. Hold on, I'm gonna let you get it. I'm gonna let you get it, I promise. But if you predict something that nobody is saying, that's the power of science. Like the evolution shit that Charles Darwin did. But go ahead, brother, finish your point. Rock out. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. What made the Big Bang cosmology fit is because of the prediction that was in it that was proven when we discovered the background radiation uh, and, and noise. When we, when we confirmed that, then the Big Bang Theory was established because that was the prediction that it contained. If we are right that the universe expanded from a single point, at some point in the future, we will be able to detect a, a, a radiation background noise which would which would indicate the early expansion when yeah, that residual, was the residual radiation. Yes, yeah, yes. Absolutely. There you go. When that was confirmed, the Big Bang cosmology became a, a, a absolute a, a, a foundation theory. Boom! It was established because that prediction, which no other theory had, was proven and established. That's how science works. And the so most beautiful part about that. that the most beautiful, you can continue after this, but the most beautiful part about that is nobody had ever seen a CMB before. Nobody, nobody seen that ever. before. We had no idea what That's it was. What scientific prediction is. When you do something, when you predict something that ain't nobody seen it before, and then it comes to fruition because the mathematics worked out, right? That's the scientific That's the prediction. That's the power of yeah. Yeah. So when you start to make claims that the ancients had prediction about the weather, yes, because we can determine those patterns.
but they didn't have any scientific predictions which established them as having a scientific theory. So again, more evidence to the fact that you're engaging in apologetics when you try to apply an irrational, illogical concept of post hoc rationalization. They could say, they have could no say oh, well, nobody, they predicted the uh, uh, the star and nobody seen it, right? They said it and nobody uh, seen it. So that, there you go. That's a real scientific prediction. No, uh, no, no, man. no. You skipped a step. I know yeah, there is a body. Real science. Where is the scientific theory? The body of work. Right. Where Where's the, the body of work? Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Uh, Which yeah, we couldn't hear that. Both of y'all talked at the same time. I need to hear. No, I, I need to hear. I need to hear. Both of y'all said the way y'all said. I'm gonna hear it. Go ahead. Well, I was just saying that you're wrong by saying that because you have to have uh, a body of work to show what you did. Like I said. It, it, it begets, real science begets byproducts. You have to have byproducts at every step leading up to something like the Big Bang or, or understanding there's a, a, how to triangulate a star. Like there is byproducts at each and every step along the way, multiple byproducts. So where's the body of work, like Cedric said? Go ahead, Cedric. Let me hear you explain the way you just explain all that shit. Fight me. Your, your body of work, your body mm -hmm. of work is supposed to mm -hmm. contain a prediction. It's saying, based on us understanding Sirius A, the way it moves, blah, 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 with these calculations, we predict that in the future, science is going to find a twin. With, with a twin star, which is causing this effect, we, which we can see or which we can calculate by blah, 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 blah. Again, a body of actual work. You know that blackboard with all the mathematics that is passed down from generation to generation by script? That with the byproducts, with the byproducts visible of understanding these principles within your society. A telescope. A spectrometer, a AAS machine, a, a chromatograph. You are you telling me they knew that the star was heavy? Then they they had a, they had the ability yeah, to right. do atomic atomic uh, atomic sequencing of of uh, with heat. So that means putting the the, the elements to uh, to actually flare up and produce the color. And and they should have known the spe the spectrum like the exact spectrum. This is the information you need to even know if a star could be heavy. Right. Right. And then you gotta even know you gotta have you gotta even know about nuclear fusion at that point because you have to you have to understand that this star that you're trying to detect right that you're trying to triangulate let's say you got all of these mathematics right the star that you're trying to triangulate because you know you, you recognize the movement these weird movements that you just mentioned uh, Cedric right you have to know that this star is no longer uh, emitting nuclear fusion. It has ran out of fusion gas, right? It, fusion. It, 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 now it's a neutron yeah, star. In order, in order to understand that something has become a neutron star, you have to understand nuclear fusion. 
<laughs> yeah, you, not before like, Einstein. I, I, I just don't like the shit is the shit is uh is so and so many layers to it, right? That is a joke. Like, at this and point. we didn't open a book. Ancient All alien. we heard was a claim made, but based on scientific literacy. This is the level of conversation that we can have without cracking one book. Then you understand the problem we're dealing with fundamentally. Hey, that's, that's, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that's absolutely. Hey, let's go to the chat. Hey, let's go to the chat real quick, yo. Uh, D. Centavo. I don't even say Centavo. They say, how oh, do you know about? Yeah, how do you know about something? You've never seen. You believe what you were told. What? Nah. That's not how exactly. you know about something you've never seen is you have to have a mathematical theory that works that out. No, what okay. I think Vincentavo is referencing <laughs> is the done. bullshit that they knew about a star okay. without being okay. able to see it. And they actually said it was invisible. Well, I have an invisible dragon in my closet. Who want to come see? Yeah, <laughs> crazy, yeah. So, like Charles Darwin, for me, this is an easy one for everybody. He, you know what I mean? I, I always like to get into it with and and, and with Charles Darwin, right? Uh, we also have um, John uh, Edinburgh, right? Emmett, my fault, John Edmondson, right? Uh, he was like uh, he kind of taught Charles Darwin about uh, like 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 uh, taxonomy. You know what I'm saying? Like he was actually uh, stuffing animals. He was he was an expert at it, but he was also uh, expert at understanding uh, Brazil, the rainforest, and 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 why is the rainforest so important? Because of the diversity. And so he 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 was teaching Charles Darwin not only how to stuff uh, uh, animals, which which was essential to his trip as he circumnavigated the globe to to witness the diversity, but it pushed Charles Darwin. It interests him in diversity, okay? Before that point, Charles Darwin was going to go out, be after his father and his grandfather. He was going wanted to be a surgeon, but he ain't like all that blood shit. And, and, and this, uh, this African, uh, um, freed African slave from Brazil, right? Uh, actually, you know, uh, put interest in him, you know, with the natural science and, and talked about the rainforest and how diverse different things was in that, in that rainforest. And so... When, when, when Charles Darwin embarked upon uh, going to uh, make his trip, uh, he, he started to see the diversity. And one thing he realized, wherever I found some ancient bones, right, I could always link it up to that thing that's living right now. Right? So he was like, huh. Then he made a prediction. Right? He said, although we have not found any Fossils. So before that point, they had not found no homo, no ancient hominid fossils at all. And he said, shit, I'm going to predict that one day we will find man's closest relative with the extinct anthropoid apes. So he never said that people was connected to monkeys. See, he never said that. But what he said was that we were fine, right, in the distant past when we thought we will find some bones. And I'd be, God damn it, they found that shit. And they was like, Fucking predictable, right? He never seen it. It wasn't there, but he but 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 he looked at the way things were diversity, seeing how things was working, and he made a fucking scientific prediction. And he got all the notes and a whole nine yards, yo. That's how we get to that. 
So, so when my babies was young, I just took them in the backyard and be like, yo, let's look at some ants. Over here, you got red ants. Right there, they build mounds. They, they, they black ants. Look at, they was like, why? I said, they're all ants though, but they're diverse based off of their ecology, which is their environment they're in, in the backyard. Different birds, different colors, different leaves, right? That's how I taught my kids, right? So that, so Charles Darwin shit, it's the simplicity in what that man did. And in that sim simplicity, right, he could rationalize that, wait a minute, that these brown people, black people, right, these indigenous people that run across, they gotta be from the same place that the fucking white people is. Because he 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 stopped looking at them as a single, as a, 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 a as a, a group of different organisms. He looked at it, he looked at them as like a, a, a variation of a single organism. That's how he started to see it. He started to, he started to see the variation in, in, in Homo sapiens sapiens. And when he seen that, he realized that damn yo, we they boy, we wild out. Scientific racism. Remember, yo, his theory gave the answer to the scientific racism. And no, that didn't mean that on Monday the nigga gave him the theory. And on Tuesday, everybody listened to that shit. That ain't what it was. No, so Charles Darwin was the answer. And the scientific racism came from who? Who's the father of scientific racism? It is Morton that is said to be the author of scientific racism. Well, who the fuck was Morton? He used the craniology. Okay, what fucking skulls was Morton getting? He was getting a fucking skull from Egypt. I rest my motherfucking case. Racism. And Egypt top. I don't know how the fuck I got there, but I don't want to go far because that'll start off with crazy argument. Straight up facts. Now the body of work that contained a prediction that he never saw, that no one never saw, is what a prediction is in science. So when claims are made by the apologists in our community, whether it be Kemet, whether it be Dogon, whether it be the Bantu, whenever we see the apologists using a, 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 a coincidence to say that's a prediction, remember there always must be a body of work. And whenever they do that, they are either assuming that you are ignorant to how science actually work, or they are proving their ignorance to scientific literacy themselves. It's either one or the other. But I've heard it several times and they cannot continue to make that, that claim because those are not predictions. You know what, this, this kind of reminds me of what, what we was, what our conversation was a little earlier um, about racism and academia and shit like that, right? Um, who was that, Corey? Who was Raccoon? The, huh? Who was Raccoon? He said we went from reason, we went from, hold on real quick, yo. He said we went <laughs> a couple comments down. He said, y'all all over the place, you jumped from opinion to science and back. I wonder what the opinion piece was. Hey, Raccoon, if you still listen, man, just put that in there. What was our <laughs> Google Scholar, crazy boy. <laughs> oh, that's Google Scholar? That's Google Scholar. No, that ain't, that ain't Google Scholar. He, he made a comment. I read a comment under the AV portion. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what did the Raccoon do say? He said, uh, we all over the place. Yeah, I, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's how conversations go. We having an organic conversation. This is not a, um, and, and, and I think that's a problem 
that's been that, everybody keep bringing that issue up and we keep trying to tell y'all like this is not a outline seminar we're not having a, a outline seminar here this is an organic conversation so the conversation yeah. may go here it may go there now we try to to maintain uh within the parameters of a subject right which I think we've been doing pretty good. I don't think we've been all over the place. I'm trying to know opinion. What's opinion? I ain't had no opinion. I ain't give my. I ain't <laughs> voice my opinion on none of that. I mean, I'm trying. I mean, to some of us been opinion. We we've had some like some what? opinion, but but it's oh, been backed by. You, you know, we only we have get, our opinion that's backed by the get data. Get back on track, you know man. Forget about that for a second. I rock. Keep rocking, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I wanted to say though. Um, it kind of reminded me of our conversation earlier about academia, right? And it, it, it hinders us to, to go to academia, right? We make it all the way to academia, to, to college, right? And, and, and we've been taught all this time that the Dogon saw Sirius B, right? And you go into academia with that type of mindset, um, and you've been having these. You've been looking at the situation like the from class. that standpoint for most of your life, right? Like the class, <laughs> right? Well, and you may you you may pass the class, right? But you do it out of reluctance, right? You 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 do the work out of reluctance saying, yeah, I got to do this white man shit, but they really don't know, right? The Dogon really the ones who saw this. And, you know, you have these beliefs and, and not only does the, do, you, do, do you, you, you go through college with reluctance and, and, and a chip on your shoulder, right? Because I see this a lot. But a lot of things that you hold sacred are torn down uh, with no prejudice. Like nobody, you know, people think that shit's so silly that they they don't care how they say that to you. Yeah, you know I, I don't mean? have a, I don't have, yeah, I don't have no sympathy. <laughs> I, 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 like that's stupid. Like, Amazing. what do you want me to? Like, I, I'm trying. Like, and, and, when and, we and, have the discussion, we uh, talk McCoy, about the science and we explain, we explain scientists. how science works. Empathy, but man. when you keep no bringing these arguments, you, you, I need help. how am I, I to other help. to address it though? Like it is, it no is ridiculous empathy, though. Like how? Yeah, but, how but, then, but then, but then now, see the I'll thing is now, up. if I go in the, in in in, in, the, in the, into the classroom with, with, with this attitude, right? One, one second, I, I'm gonna be, I'm be, be very 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 quick. <laughs> When, when I go in the class, he's going to cosmic rant. Here you go, cosmic. No, no, it's gonna be. It's, I already did my rant for the day. I already did my rant. <laughs> you, you missed it. <laughs> he did. He ran rant. it early. Okay, yeah. y'all got enough. Cosmic rant. <laughs> we got it out early today. But, but, but like I was saying, though, we we I, if I go into this classroom with this attitude and with these set of beliefs that I hold dear to my heart, right? And and the professor tear it down, with, like I said, with no with no regard. He tear the shit down. It's silly as fuck to him, right? They, they you got other students snickering in the background at you and everything, right? Now you go through the rest of the semester thinking 
this racist ass hunky laughed at me. He races. And now there's a rift between your relationship. And when there's a rift between a pupil and the teacher, now that student, the pupil, is not reaching his full potential. Whether he passes the class or not, there's some things that could have been done to enhance your education, to, to put you that more step ahead, but you'll never get it because of the relationship between you and the professor. You think this professor is a racist because he done tore down some shit that you held sacred to your heart. And, and, and that's, that's it. That's all I wanted to say about that. No, I hear what you're saying, Corey. But again, it is the religious mindset that holds on to a belief when faced with evidence to the contrary. Now we can we can even let's even accept. Hold on, hold on. Y'all so silly in the chat, boy. Boy, y'all crack me up. Who named themselves Chief X's drug counselor? And then they got a picture of Dr. Phil. Phil. Well, they got Dr. Phil, bro. <laughs> well, I'm done with y'all. I can't do I can't do this with y'all, man. Hey, Cosmic Corey, Cosmic Corey, I just want to let you know that Cosmic Rants rate right up there with the Bobby Banger flow. I just want to let you know that's what I'm doing. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I got to get one, you know, I got to get one off the show. At least one per show. One or two. Know? At least one or two. Depending on the subject, <laughs> you might get two. You went on the rant, too. See, you be going on your rant, the Bobby Baltimore rants, too. Oh, right. yeah, no, it's a Bobby Banger flow. Everybody, you got the Cosmic <laughs> rant. I got the Bobby Banger flow. You got the Cedric. The Cedric ain't listening to nobody. The Cedric right. ain't listening to nobody. Like, he's just not going to stop him. Like, you just forget that. You ain't mad that you ain't stopping uh, none of us. No, that's no. the point. No, uh-uh. I come into the community and I say, listen here. I say, listen here, guys. I'm going to admit when it comes to black consciousness, clueless. Grew up in a European system up to a couple of years ago. If anyone would have asked me where Egypt was, I would have said somewhere around Greece. I was that clueless to the, this type of information. But when it comes to science and that Bible, mm, 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 different bargain. So I can smell the nonsense a mile away. But when it comes to being taught, listen, I can have an opinion. I'll say I have an opinion, but I listen. Most shows on Kemet, I just stay in the chat and just listen. I'm humble enough to learn. I'm humble enough to be wrong. When social corrected me on that point I was trying to make with regards to uh, 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 how, how Egypt, for example, could have changed based on equating it to what happened in the, in, in the, in the Western hemisphere. Once that explanation got into my consciousness, I will never utter that nonsense again. I am not afraid to learn. But when you go to double right, said, down, what, Hold on, what do you say? You got water sources. What do you say? No, like I said, uh, when we look at, at, at why, for example, Egypt today, is, is not the same people. Well, okay, I admit I was wrong. And I was making that equation as to what Did happened you say in the West. Did you said it was or what? What'd you say? Was or what? What'd you say? I said, I said at that you point. Listen, you hear what he said. 
I, no, I, heard, but I, what he said. I said modern Egypt, modern uh-huh. Egypt, what we look at, especially Cairo today, is because of the the original people being misplaced. And I equated oh, okay. that to what happened in the Americas. Once I was corrected on that, I was corrected. There was no reason for me to double down. Tell oh, okay. Sosa he didn't study American history like I did. I, there's no need for me to go into a presentation. Sosa didn't become a jackass. and he None of that was required. Now, when I go through that exercise and Sosa now takes his belt off and whoops my ass and illustrates how stupid and illiterate I am to the subject, I can't get upset. There is no way I can get upset at that point when we try to slow it down. When it was all so let, let me hear your ex, let me hear your explanation on that. So what was your shout out, shout out to my nigga uh, Rodney Islam Bay ass nigga. No, I ain't forgot about you, bro. I see you. <laughs> but go ahead, y'all. Go ahead. I'm just fucking around with the chat. In terms of just opposing uh, the situation that happened in Egypt to the Americas. It's a totally different dynamic in terms of uh, a, a, a viral attack, an endemic versus um, what would have happened to Egypt. You can't, can't make you can't yeah. make that analogy. Yeah. You can't yeah. make the analogy. See, and I completely understood the point, accepted it, and move on. I, I'm not afraid to be corrected. I'm humble enough to know, hey, I was wrong. Now, even for if for a moment you didn't understand that what you were engaging in is apologetics from the time we explained it the first time. Folks, this is apologetics. This isn't science. You can't do that. There was no need to double down and triple down and now expect from us to not completely tear the layers back, Ankh. You cannot expect empathy at this point. Oh, damn, Am I wrong? wrong? Ankh wants us to show empathy, but at this point, after folks been doubling down and tripling down on the nonsense, there is no more empathy. We just have to illustrate you're scientifically illiterate. Fundamentally, you have I'm flawed sorry. reasons. You're using flawed reasoning. Your arguments hold no water. We just have to expose you at this point. At this point, you're scientifically illiterate. There's no other way to, to ease the blow. Ew. What do you say, Ew. Are we speaking? What issue are we speaking on showing empathy towards? I missed it. I was Juju, you don't miss the whole, the whole um, follow us. But the dog, I figure I'm not, no comment. I digress. I'm in the back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, run, Juju. Run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. ducking and hiding. Chacho. I ain't ducking and hiding. I'm right Bunny. here. I'm just telling you. I'm telling you straightforward. I have no comment. They're not ducking or yeah, hiding. I, uh, yeah. you know, I so, love pretty much, like I said, I moved on from it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you can't explain right. no more ways than we, than we already explained it to them. You know what I mean? But like I said, now we had the presentation a month after we've <laughs> disregarded. <laughs> like, we left this shit a month ago. Like, it's not even worth it. Doing a show about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so we moved on. Now it's a presentation done because that's going to be filled with more fallacies. And if we point at the fallacies, it's just going to start another argument. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I mean, the principle, the principle is flawed. The only empathy that any type of empathy, if any, needs to be shown is the the fact that you know there's greatness amongst our people on that continent, uh, um, at all stages of all stages of evolution, and um, yeah, so point those things out. But again, we cannot um, stand in the past and just regurgitate falsehoods. That's why we're here. So empathy on correcting false information or um, not over romanticizing, no. But definitely empathy on how white supremacist ideology has kind of damaged and shaped our views and how we even view our own history. Yeah, maybe a little on that note, because we got to correct yeah, that like, shit too. Based on the conversation we've been having, they're like, we've done, we've offered, Cedric offered Sean a debate, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chef argued this, uh, said he gonna sit down with Sean. It's like that, you know, and that, you know, scholars, that's what scholars do. So, like, you shouldn't even have a um, offense to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that way you get a uh, very good time. Hold on, that way you have time to, there's no, it's not gonna be any interruptions. You have ample time to lay down your argument. It'll be edifying to the listeners. You know what I'm saying? And then at least, even if you don't agree, you can put a period on it and move forward because now, it's out there for the people to view. And then everybody can form their opinion. You know what I'm saying? After that point. Instead of like, you know, I'm going to do it over here and you do it over here. And you know, it's like, it, 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 it seems like the shit ain't going to never, it's like it's going to never end. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel like just debate it. If you, if you feel like it's that sound, debate it. Either chef or, or come debate Cedric. And let's put a period on that, man. You know what I mean? And move forward. Understood. I feel, I feel like there's a horse and pony show going on. Um, because Sean will have a conversation with you. He'll make a video, and but then he'll say he hasn't made a claim. I, I, I have a hard time. Like, why all of the games, right? Like, either you you saying that they had knowledge of the star or they didn't. That would be the only contention. My, my contention is, what I, I say it clearly, that they didn't have no knowledge of Sirius B. Period. Now, if you disagree at, with any part of that, then we got a debate. It's just, but then when you say, all right, Sean, what's your point? I haven't made a claim. You don't even know what a claim is. You don't know how to extract the claim. All this nonsense. You feel me? Whole bunch of nonsense. What I say, just like with every conversation, I'm clear in what I'm saying. Whether it's talking about slavery and Zingle or Egypt, I am totally clear. Now come beat my ass on the fucking point. With these niggas unconcluded, with every topic, y'all all over the place. I don't know what y'all saying half of the damn time. Y'all being super complicated for no reason, nigga. Plant your feet and let's get it on. But they don't do that shit. So I feel like all of them play in the same circle of bullshit, yo. And they don't want to call each other out. You dig what I'm saying? 
pseudo killers is the only ones that's really planting their fucking feet and willing to have these fucking conversations honestly, yo. I, I, I feel like the rest of them is bullshit, yo. Like, and, oh, even you. Like, I don't know what y'all are saying, yo, or nothing. Y'all niggas are not clear. And that's my stance. What the fuck? Am I muted or something? Why ain't everybody on me? Y'all, I'm not about to rap for 30 minutes, y'all. Y'all trip. Y'all got I, I, me. I heard you. I heard you. Y'all got me fucked up. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I heard you loud and clear. I, I, and, and you already know. I, I'm walking with, you know, we. We on we doing the same dope, so <laughs> we in the same uh, 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 crazy unit. We're face down in the gurney, so you know I already know I'm walking with you. But yeah, I feel you though, man. Um, it's definitely um, the pseudo killers. One thing about us, man, we gonna plant our feet, like you said. Right. Like whether we right or wrong, whether I'm right or wrong, right. I feel like I'm right. That's why I'm planting my feet, right? Exactly. But I'm going to be clear on where I stand on said subject. There's nobody going to be curious about what Corey thinks about any subject because I'm going to be very, very clear. Yeah. And if I don't know, I'm going to say, yo, bro, I, I just don't know that. I just don't have that information. Like, that's not a, a problem for me to say that. You know what I mean? And I think I think this community, the conscious community, right, has a problem with people who just don't know that. Or who, or who just haven't read enough on that subject, right? If somebody says that, then now you, you, you lose credibility in this community, right? But in my world, when somebody says to me, well, I'll get back to you when I've read more on the subject because right now I'm ignorant to that subject, or I don't have enough sufficient I don't have a, enough sufficient uh, knowledge on that subject to actually have a conversation with you. Right? That's actual. That's the virtue to me, not the guy that knows everything. The guy that that uh, you, you know what always attracted me to um. Uh, is because when Unc would be explaining shit, right, he would mispronounce words, right? And what that was proven to me is Unc did not listen to nobody say that. Unc went out and read that book. Mm -hmm. he, I know he read it because he mispronounced the word. He said the word the way he thought it was. He didn't hear nobody say that word. That word may have been unfamiliar to him before he read those documents or got into, got into said subject. So all the perfection shit, because uh, 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 I heard Sean say one time, well, y'all over there uh, 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 disabusing your pseudos, pseudoisms live on the program, right? Yeah, that's because I'm never not trying to convey myself to be the perfect nigga that know every goddamn thing. That's what I, that's what the pseudo killers is here for. You niggas looking for a goddamn teacher. And we trying to tell you niggas, stop looking for goddamn teachers. 
stop it. It's the Read that in the comments somewhere. You have technology and science to get you to where you need to be here in 2021. I'm I read that in the comments somewhere about us. We one, don't have no message to teach us one more about second. I'm on a medium, I'm on a medium rant, not, not, a, not a full one, just a medium rant. Uncle <laughs> always told me, beware of the charismatic leaders. Beware of them niggas who don't make mistakes. Always run away from a nigga who pronounces words exactly every single time. Who all who never says hum or mm or, uh, uh, or or stumble over his words. Anytime you see a nigga spewing words out, uh, 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 unabated, uh, 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 unmolested, like you got to worry about that. You got to worry about that because he's regurgitating some shit. He's memorized that shit. And that's, that's why I've always held Unk at the highest standard because Unk is not a memory nigga. He ain't. He, don't, he, he mispronounced it. That's how I know he read the shit for himself. That's evidence to me that he's actually reading the shit and he interpreted the way the words sound for himself. And, 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 and we got these niggas in the community who perfect, who don't make mistakes, who know everything, who ain't pseudo on nothing. They, ain't, they don't have a pseudo thought for ever a day in their life. When a nigga tell you some shit like that, you run the farthest away from that motherfucker as you can because he don't mean you or nobody around you no good. All right, I'm done. Go ahead, Chef, or whoever. I, I was saying, just to reiterate a point you were making, I read it in a comment somewhere. Yeah, them pseudo killers, they don't even have a master teacher to fall back on. Man, that was a red flag if I ever read one. A master teacher to do what with? That means I'm illiterate? What? So, so, so my own opinion my own understanding, my own reasoning is not valid. I need to regurgitate that of a master teacher. Well, sorry. I never been a follower of nobody my whole life. I ain't about to start now. Never. Again, and when you say those things that you were just saying about how Ankh explained you, never listen to a dude that don't trip over his words or don't eat to think about something for a second, it's because that's memorized. I'm an actor. When I rehearse my lines, they flow. Easy. We rehearse them, regurgitating lines. When I'm talking about my science, I'm actually processing the information in real time to be as accurate as possible. So yes, I'm going to take a pause. I'm going to, uh, um, um, uh, that's a process of actual thought happening in real time. So those observations were, Excellent. Yes, that's exactly what we're seeing here. People are perfect. Your pseudo, your, your apologist, which illustrates one to me. Now, now, everything you've been teaching before that I co-sign, now I'm questioning the depth of your understanding or your 
innate ability to regurgitate because on the other spectrum, you are demonstrating complete and utter scientific illiteracy. You're putting your own credibility at question. Now, I'm not doing it, but that's what, that's the eventual outcome when you take certain positions that don't line up with the common understanding, the basic understanding of how science works. It's like you're actually arguing the Egyptians had a car. How in the world can anybody argue the Egyptians that's had a car went, when we know the basic components that were required to, 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 to come together, the science and the technology was not developed until the 1800s. How can you even start that discussion? Hey, yo, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, and that's why, I'm, and that's why I want, that's why I, I don't like when necessarily people read to me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like a shot, it's just that you know, you can read, right, a little bit, but then I want you to stop and I want you to summarize what you read. You yes. know what I'm saying? Because it gives yeah. me confidence that you understand what you read. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes when exactly. you just read and read, you read over things that are not even relevant to the conversation. And I'm thinking like, do you, you know what I'm saying? That way, at certain points when I disagree, I'm like, do you understand that that's not relevant? But so yeah, if you man. stop and then you summarize it, then I can say, okay, well, okay, you, you do get it. And you're making them, and you either got it right on purpose or made a or made a mistake. You know what I'm saying? But at least I know where you are. That's and that's why I I, I be making that comment towards uh, a certain type of uh, you know a certain type of delivery. You know what I'm saying? It's not it's not a shot. It's just for me to have a better understanding. You grasp the material because even when you listen to a, somebody that's lecturing, they don't just read off the paper. They they no. they do a little bit. They look up. They speak some to you. Talk to you a little bit. They make a claim. They read, they make a point. They read a part of a narrative that illustrates the point and then they conclude and then they move on. There's no need to read 50 and 40 pages of a book to me. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, if you're like, teaching, no, just give it to me. Yeah, just give it to me. I'll read them. Just tell me what to read. I'll just read it myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if I'm teaching, I'm going to make a point and then I'm going to refer to, to, to the literature. So you see, based on what he said here, we can conclude and the book goes away. I'm not going to open a science book and start to read from the top to the bottom. We don't do that. We make points, we read, we summarize. This is what I'm talking about. And then you go, but to sit and listen to somebody read to me like, I do that with my children. That, that, that stuff you do with kids. You read to your kids. Yeah. That boring. You're not teaching me anything. We're not reaching anywhere. I'm just being read to. That, that's, that, ain't, that ain't scholarship. And I don't know what kind of methodology that's supposed to be either. Since we're always being questioned, we're over here having barbershop conversation. And I seem to be learning a whole lot of things that I didn't know before. I can have a conversation about, about Nzinga, about what was happening at that time in the Western Hemisphere. That came in, in, uh, on the, 
West Coast of Africa. That came from what we've been doing as pseudo killers. Forced me to go and read, look up stuff, to have a conversation. So not all methodology works for everybody, but I don't need to hit the science books no more. Ben, they have done that. So this type of environment is exactly what I need. But I have the tools, I'm armed with the tools. If you don't study philosophy, if you don't study the fallacies in reasoning, you're going to make fundamental mistakes, even in discussion, in casual conversation, and in fundamental principles of how you approach your, 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 your whole existence. For example, if an individual could understand, there's no way, there's no talk, there's no conversation you're gonna have that's gonna convince a rational person that you can tell me where something invisible is, then you would save your time and save your energy in doing a whole presentation, which is going to amount to the same conclusion. <laughs> That's a bullshit. Save yourself the energy and the time. Learn to reason. That would afford us much more in the community if we, we, we invest our time and our energy in those exercises. Read philosophy books, the principles of reasoning. That would, that, would, that would serve this whole topic much more than anything that you can read from two guys that were amongst the Dogon and claim that this means that, or that even the Dogon actually said that. No proof, just a book with two guys making claims. If you don't understand that's not how science works, then I'm sorry. What else are we going to have? What, what, what else is there to say? Yeah, they're gonna have to show a by like I said, gonna have to show a byproduct of that. You know what I mean? Like you just don't like when mask, you do that. Mask. Yeah, other, other things come I'm along with that. The mask, So it's not like so. If those type of hints were there, it would make it very, really more interesting. And like you know what, we can see that. You know what I mean? We can see the byproducts coming out of it. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Now we can start to wonder yep. seriously. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If, if there was some type of byproduct from it, but when you don't see that there, that's a that's a clue, at least for me and, and other people that, that that looked into it. That you know, it's, it's, not, it's not relevant. It's not, they call it in science a telltale sign. That's what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> when there's no byproducts, that's a telltale sign, brother, right here. Yeah. You yeah. made that shit up. There you go. And and furthermore, right, are we saying now, because we heard what Mubutu said, right? And Unk laid out his credibilities, right? Which I, I hadn't already been familiar with. But for your, for those who may have may or may not have been familiar with his credibilities, right? Unk laid those out yesterday. And he's an astrophysicist, yeah. right? Astronomer, right? But He's a special kind of astronomer, right? He's an African-centered astronomer, right? Who tries to highlight the contributions that Africans have brought since time immemorial to the field of astronomy, right? That's his goal in life. So are we saying that we can't listen to this nigga? Because yesterday, it, it, he cleared it all up. He actually cleared it 
more than I expected him to because when the guy asked him the question, his first words were, every time I'm asked this question, I get a look of disappointment when I answer it. And that's the, that's his real like that man. You can't ask that man to keep it no realer than that. Like that's as real as it gets. I'm gonna answer the question for you, brother. But let me tell you right now, if you think for one minute that I'm gonna entertain that pseudo bullshit to diminish to diminish uh, 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 my years of uh, uh, in academia and hard work. If you think I'm going to diminish that shit to entertain some bullshit, you are highly mistaken. That's basically what he told that brother. And then he went in and said, yo, them people didn't know. They, they didn't have no idea of that shit, bro. That's what he told that brother. So now, 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 what it puts us in a position to do here is now we're in a position, we either got to believe Sean and, and, and Chavis and whatever the fuck they say, or we can listen to what this esteemed uh, 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 brother has put forward for us, who's done the work, who's done that, who's been out there with the anthropology, who spent time. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I think about it for time. a minute? Go ahead. Can I sleep on it? Um, um, can I think about who I'm going to listen to? Um, right. I'll get back to you. <laughs> It's crazy, you know, the position that 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 some and you know, like it's almost like, oh, if you don't believe uh, whatever uh, Fukiao and Chavis and Sean say, then somehow we anti-African. Sometimes self-hatred, and and to the point that you made earlier, Cedric. Is certain there's certain scientific facts that are just facts, and we don't need to read thirty books to realize that, right? Yeah, you don't need you to. Once you have a certain understanding of science, certain shit just you you don't you, you don't need to go that deep into. You know what I'm saying? Nope. You understand yeah. laws, what we call the laws of physics, right? Meaning the way the universe works, the way the universe yes. operates, right? Operates. Laws of, laws of nature are descriptive. And once you understand mm-hmm. those description, how nature works, how reality works, you know that these claims has no validity. You simply do. Like, like what? They, they do what? Now we have to, they, now we have to uh, uh, go against physics. Now the universe don't work the way we thought it worked because we need to to make sure that the Dogon was able to somehow know about this. Yeah, because you, you have to be initiated because in the initiation, you get the secret hidden knowledge. You see, like a, when someone makes a statement like that and someone listens to them, you know the limitations of their reasoning. Hidden mm-hmm. secret knowledge. It, the sentence, it doesn't make logical sense. If it's knowledge, it's known. Right. Done. And if it's That's a secret, the then it's not knowledge. And you don't know it either then. 
Right. right. That's my point. That's not, that's my point with the duality thing. If you're telling me that they just so happened to came up with something that lucked up and did it, then that's not knowledge. No. That's just that's some, some type of serendipitous shit that you know what? I think that the moon ain't a star. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no idea. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm right. I knew it. No, that's not how it works, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not how it works, bro. Like you didn't know it. You know what I'm saying? You said some shit and, and just so be there, but that's not knowledge, bro. That's like, you know what I mean, that's why. That's why that, that that dual concept argument that he's trying to make. He's like, you know, they had a duality. So whenever they see something like that's not going to work, but that's not knowledge. You know what I'm saying? So, so the sun has a secret, a, a, a hidden sun. Somewhere behind it, which comes out at night, is that the moon? Like, like I mean, that's, that's the, the, the double, the, the 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 twin thing or whatever, the, the, the double thing, duality. the duality thing. It, 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 it makes it even it makes it even worse at that point because at this point now you're just running around slapping the same label <laughs> on every damn thing, <laughs> right? So that's even worse to me. So that'll make the argument better to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, but they feel like they gotta defend the Dogon. Like even though old boy was like, and you could tell by the way he said, he was like, you could tell like he didn't like. I looked into it, bro, and I'm like, I'm not really wasting my time with that. Shit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like because of the work I do, bro. Like. I know, like, not to waste too much time. I'm not going to spend 10 years entertaining. <laughs> right. And you can tell, like... Can... I realized it was BS. I moved on. Like, and you should too, bro. Like, Right. You can tell that was his, like, two millionth time answering that yeah. question. Too, that's you know what I'm stupid question. He's like, okay, after my hour and a half presentation, the one question I'm going to get is right. the yep. stupidest, yeah. ignorant, most... Ah, again, <laughs> sorry to disappoint you, bro. Here it comes. Um, no. yeah, here it comes. Here it yeah. comes. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. When I heard the blind hunter told him the story, I was done. I, I was done. The blind hunter, no, he ain't hunting shit. And if he blind, he can't hunt. How the hell he saw a star that couldn't be seen? But here's the thing, though. Wouldn't it be a disservice to your community to keep knowledge locked away into a secret society, into, like, the secret indoctrination? Like, you need to, like, knowledge is supposed to be disseminated through the community. You know what I'm saying? Slowly but yeah. surely, but put out there the community to where, you know, even the, once you get to... Everybody at a certain level already got the basis to understand it. So it shouldn't be foreign to somebody that's not initiated. He, he might not be able to go in depth. You know what I'm saying? Like he should be at high school level with it. You know what I'm saying? Then as a college level with at it. Least, and then, at yeah, least, at, at least. least. You know what I'm saying? He shouldn't be walking around like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I have no clue. Listen, <laughs> listen. If we need, if we need to wait on a full presentation, which is not for the for the short attention span folk to understand how the invisible they knew where something invisible was. They actually said it was invisible. Like Corey, watch behind you right now. There's an invisible flight. 
on the left shoulder. You can't see it, but I know it's there. If you need a lecture to understand how I was able to do that, then we need to get initiated, guys, because this is some high science. Hey, man, yeah, man, yeah. like, two-hour lecture. He's talking about it's going to be a... It's gonna, he said it's going to be long. Yes. It's got to be the Phil Valentine-type lectures. Have you ever sat and listened to Phil Valentine when he has nope. those um, yellow notepads? And he's flipping pages and he's going on and the cosmic energy rays out amongst the stars of the illuminatic galactic forces that combine within one space to evolve beyond the stars on the plains of the Netherlands, where all folk within you are within out of our, all others. You know, medicine today is blocking the receptors of the channels by which the mm. flow of energy needs after two hours of that, yeah, boy, whatever you say, um, send me that book. <laughs> you shut out. <laughs> you, you almost That's convinced me there, Cedric. Yeah, I don't watch it. I, I never, I've never watched it. I never watched it. Yeah, I never watched it for that time in my life. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I've ever heard of speakers on side data and hidden colors. As long as I've heard people. Some people can sit and watch an hour and an hour and a half of a Kevin Hart movie. I personally can. I will sit and watch Phil Valentine get high and laugh for hours. That shit's hilarious. Yo, did uh did Sean talk about how the um how that uh how they uncovering the star advanced their society? No, he didn't yeah, say that. Not, that. That would that would be a byproduct. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. That would be that, that would be that would be the thing we was looking for. That would be the yeah. byproduct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then we really be interested. Spectrometers, spectrometers, telescopes, um, electricity, um, 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 mathematics, uh, at least gravity. Um, yeah, those would be some of the byproducts of knowing what was going on up there. Just saying, just like basic stuff. You see any of that? The master hunters, yeah, they should be the master hunters if they can see shit that ain't there. Right. If they can not triangulate, not see, they can not see, yeah, not <laughs> see, because they go, they go beat you up. If you say see, oh, knew, right, right, right. they knew, knew about, <laughs> about it. They ain't see it. They just knew. They about knew it, it was great. invisible. They even knew it was invisible. That's how much they knew. New, that they didn't. They knew, they, was they, knew, knew. They, they couldn't see it, but they knew it was invisible, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. yeah. All right. Wow. Snap your fingers. Snap your fingers. <laughs> see, I, and that's the first time I ever heard you say "wow" like that, Mister Rich. Like you know, if that got you stumped, bro, I know <laughs> it's real fun. They way off the deep end if they stumping you on that. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> this shit, because you know, because we buried this conversation. This shit turned into goddamn Dogon on trial and shit. <laughs> Again, it's not the Dogons. There's a book written by two dudes, which is not peer review, from I don't know which church of blackology, with a bunch of claims that they placing on the poor Dogon. While the Dogon just saying, "I gonna hunt me some crocodile later today." That's all the Dogon was concerned about. 
they wasn't worrying about no serious thing. Then, then you gotta look and see who who gonna who who gonna put their publishing name on that shit. Like you, they probably got the Chicago Press or some shit to write them book. You know what I mean? To publish the motherfucking book, they publish any goddamn thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of uh, uh, Oba Tashaka? Oba Tashaka. Nope. Nope. Oba Tashaka. Uh, you know, I got this uh, dog thing. Like I said, when I went to Morris Brown, they talked about the Dogun. I thought it was real then, too. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> Oba Tashaka wrote a book on that. You know, I mean, we got a lot of that black allergy shit back. Uh, I mean, I don't definitely don't be ashamed of that because I was I was deep into the ancient aliens. I already told you. Yo, I was rocked with that stuff. I was I was hoping the V minors, the the V minors, and all of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and see, that's what Up was talking about. India and India. I think I think Unk kind of went over y'all head, right? Because with the, the, the Vimanas and shit, so when he said that, it reminded me of the Vimanas. When white people do pseudoscience, right, the aliens yeah, always come and give them special knowledge. They, they, that's how Tesla knew about the, the, uh, the wireless electricity and shit, because the aliens gave him that knowledge. And, and uh, I think the Sumerians, no, no, it was the Mayan. Oh, yeah, yeah, the it, Sumerians. It was the Mayan. Yeah. Too? Yeah, yeah, it was a Samaria, but, but the Mayans were the ones who riding the Bimana, though. Because the, they got a guy riding. Did you see that one? Did you, did you see the part where he was riding the spaceship? The Indian the dude? I thought the, the Bimana's in India. No, the Bimana, the, the Bimana's is in South America, too. They, they, they the same, they, they saying that these aliens, these same aliens visited everybody. They visited the Egyptian yeah, the giant. Oh, yeah, the, 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 the rocket ship. The giant. Yeah, I'm familiar with the one. From the Mayan. Yeah, he has a rocket ship that he flew with. Uh, and the Vedas, and the Vedas also. And they he had, had an oxygen tank. You didn't see the tube. You didn't see the tube. You talking about the one that looks like he's sitting in a cockpit? Yeah, 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 and like the pyramids and then the um, other um, monuments in South America, uh, I yeah. think in Peru and the mountains. Yeah, they all lay in the same ley lines. Yeah, one particular Monument one is like, like a big line. door wall. Hold on, Teddy, let it go. That's like a four. Hey, can you start There's over? I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you, Jelana. Start over one second, please. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's fine. I, I didn't so, hear what you. So Corey's seen every episode. So is Cedric. I have also. What they were trying to convey to the people is that these aliens have been here and that they traveled through porters, portals, mm -hmm. and in our um, ancient monuments, EI, the pyramids, EI, the monuments that are in South America, um, the temples in Peru. Um, mm -hmm. That's what I remember because we talked about Peru. I'm fascinated with Peru for some reason. It, it's they. It's a lot of interesting things, history about Peru. But anyway, this one structure, it's beautiful. It, it just seems like it's um, unimaginable for a human to create it. 
Um, so an alien had to do it. And of course they say it's a doorway and it's a portal and they travel around the world and through the galaxy, through these doorways and portals and shit. So that's what ancient aliens teaches us. So for me, it's always a, a political ploy to disenfranchise the indigenous peoples who created those beautiful monuments because they can't understand and know how it was done or fathom it. And that's why I do get emotional about certain things, you know, um, well, we do need to be careful when Unc was asking for a little, what do you say, compassion or sympathy? Those are the type of things that, I mean, like we give sympathy to, not excuse the falsehoods, but understand, you know, where it's been said that we aren't the creators of anything and, you know, it's always someone else and this and that. So, um, yeah, we don't want to discredit the Dogon as, you know, a people who are able to observe and see some amazing things which led us to these uh, scientific, um, you know, uh, observational exposures, because if I don't, I feel like it wasn't so much for the Dogon, we would have never like explored or, you know, a series a little more or, or went deep into it. Like they're all over that history. So, you know, give credit where credit's due. And yes, I understand what Unc says, give a little compassion to, to a point because people, white supremacy has tried to wipe indigenous history off the earth, or at least give us the credit for it, you know, us and our native indigenous peoples across the way. That's all. Yeah, yeah. No dog on the uh, crop circles. No Zay with the little animal, with the little animal <laughs> figures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't lie, hey, that shit was that shit was fun back in the day. I didn't even lie. It was. Like, when I was when I was on to that shit. Oh, that shit was so good. Like, I could wait. For the next episode, uh, Agent Aliens will come on TV. Yeah. Like, oh, good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I done read yeah, that was, damn, uh, was, uh, the Gods of War Men, but I, got, I done read the Madonnakin books, the Zachariah Sitchin books, but I was like, God. The Anunnaki, how they fused, how they fused, um, how they made humans, uh, a smart monkeys pretty much to mine gold for their planet because the Anunnaki <laughs> were the gods and humans were created because they took some genetic material from themselves, injected into the primates and that created humans and we were just meant to mine gold. And I was like, wow. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise, why yeah. would humans yeah. want to use gold? On the planet oh, Riz. Yeah. On the planet Riz, Anunnaki right? made us. Yeah, because <laughs> the atmosphere was uh, was depleting or something like that and they need gold to take it. Yep. Hey, but look, yep. they were, I guess why I get a Sumerians got to have a little bit of credit. Like, yo, they damn they was on to some shit a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 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 basically human coming from a, a, a lower, like a chimp. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it was like, yo, human came from like a, a non, like, like we weren't always human. You understand? That's like, the I'm point. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay. But but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all like, yo, they was at least they was a little bit correct on that part. On that part. I was like, okay. Hey, up on game, no, up on absolutely yeah, not. They, they didn't see them. Yeah, they, but I'm saying I'm talking about the terms of they didn't see themselves as as humans always being human in this form. I was, I was thinking about that part of it was kind of cool. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that we came, that humans actually came into uh, existence via hybridization and as as slaves to the Anunnaki to mine yeah. gold, which they took back to replenish their atmosphere. 
Right. And then we got to free from a, a rebellion. And the, the humans rebel yeah, 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 yeah. against the yeah, gods. Yeah, yeah. I did want to interject conversation real quick, though, that Unk spoke on about Nuwapianism, because I actually just seen this in the chat. So, you know, he was saying, like, he's always been interested in scientific literacy. Um, I had to question a dude on his chat. Um, he's on my page. You know, I'll friend pseudos. You know, I don't mind. Sometimes I'm just interested in seeing what they have to say, too. Um, and it was something about the Big Bang and how Malachi York was the only person who taught it. <laughs> I laughed. I was like, oh, my God. So, yes, I, I think that is one of the um, appeals to Nuwapianism to some of us is that they were able to supposedly explain scientific phenomenon and it was done by someone who looked like us, you know? So I can understand how people could fall into a crutch like that, but it's sad because a lot of times when I see things that have to do with scientific inquiry, Malachi York name is attached to it. So he's done a lot of damage to our, you know, to our psyche, to our thinking with that bullshit. I'm just saying though, uh, it's something to really pay attention to. Um, and I've seen and I see exactly what Ong said when he said that. And that's the first thing I thought. Yeah, because, you know, he was interested in science and Malachi was over that. I was trying to explain it. So, yeah, crazy, bro. So that's yeah, why the NOI had a mothership. You know, the NOI had a mothership. And then some people were talking like, you know, you know, Africans, we weren't from this planet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> he's a big one. You know what I'm because they seen some of the, you know what I'm saying? Because especially the atrocities that were happening to, to African Americans, you know what I'm saying? They, you know what I'm saying? You, you would think like, man, you know, we ain't, we, we ain't from here. We came here from someplace else and we subjected to this BS that we're going through right now. You know what I mean? So, I, and I can see how, you know, in times of struggle and, and trauma and, 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 you know, different adversity that African Americans go through, you can see how people would create uh, different types of mythologies or, you know what I mean? To, to kind of like how uh, when a child is harmed, they may form, they, they, they lock themselves out of their original reality and create this reality for themselves. Like the brain does that sometimes to protect itself from trauma. So I can see how different groups just going through trauma create this type of environment and this, this, this space to, to, to insulate them from, from the trauma that they're going through in, in real time. And then that shit could just get out or get out and just run rampant, if not if not controlled. That's why the church is uh, successful. Just just some degree, but that's like I said, we talk about that's kind of a believing brain, like to a degree, but not just the church. That's just that's just some that's just the role of uh, religion throughout throughout as a, as a, as a um, I would say sometimes as a comforting force. When trauma, when trauma is coming about, you know what I mean? Because like, when you're down and out, when when a, when a population is down and out, they gonna create some shit to try to figure out. Like, nigga, let's let's snap our hands ten times and see if, if we can get some rain. Like, even if even if it sounds crazy, niggas gonna try. Like, cause you feel like I'm gonna do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe we need to stand in a circle and go in a circle ten times around for you know what I mean today and see what happens. Like. That's just what you, people are going to do. So they're trying to figure out something. So they're saying that you can suffer peacefully, basically. Yeah. So not necessarily peacefully. They think, try something, right? But let's say they do it and it actually rains. Then what do you think they're going to do the next time when drought comes? 
Remember that time we danced in the circle and it rained? Hey, we need to come up with, that's the dance we do for the rain. You know what I'm saying? Every day it don't rain, like I said, your brain don't really care about that. It only, it only matters when it does. You know what I'm saying? So, so every time you do it, you say, well, you know what? Maybe it didn't rain because we didn't dance long enough. Maybe we, it, didn't, it didn't rain because it wasn't enough for us. Let's make it bigger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, and, and that's how that shit just will keep developing. You know what I'm saying? Over time, different rituals, different, different practices eventually get adopted and you know what I mean? So, that's just part of human experience. Like I said, it, and then over time, it just it becomes, you know, rampant. Especially when you don't have a uh, you don't have any type of scientific literacy. But then once science comes in and then starts shattering that mold, you know, people start to get more more rational in thought and uh, and understand. You feel me? Yeah, you should. See, everybody not slid. Yeah, anybody on us, but yeah, yeah. But like I said, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just driving, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. That point you made is that, uh, but before we became scientifically literate, we 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 did something, we did anything, and sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. I've been watching the that um the series Viking. And how the young cat that was in Iceland, uh, that was in, in Greenland, had no idea of the traditions, the, the actual tradition of the, 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 the Viking people. Because his family, although he was a Viking, he was isolated from the culture. When he got exposed right. to the culture, he thought it was completely psycho that they would kill another human being to a god. Like, it made no sense to him. And there you see... Like the unraveling of those ideas, like what? Like, hunt? We we hunt, we fight, we don't we don't have to sacrifice nobody. It's 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 up to the validity of the individual and circumstances. So being away from the traditions taught him to rely on self and understood that um sacrificing a human to to some god for good luck was bullshit. And and you can see that the how the those those uh, those activities be began to to unravel because of the disconnect from the culture. Well, once you're in the environment, they continue to, to maintain and perpetuate themselves. So you're not going to think, well, maybe this is not a good idea. Maybe we need to kill two, or we need right. to kill three. We need to kill four. <laughs> you see what you see what you see what the Mayans were doing, right? Yeah, yeah. The niggas kept yeah, up in the yeah, what? like they completely, they completely <clears throat> imploded because instead of watching the environment and experiencing the changes in the environment and adapting, they started to kill more and more of their own people until their society collapsed internally. Right, right, right. So that's what a lot of people don't understand. Like when the Europeans came, like I said, the endemic hit them, but that their society was was already in disarray. Uh, you know when yep. they popped up when they arrived. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. already falling apart. Yeah, yeah. they were sacrificing so much of their own. At, at a certain point, somebody in there is going to say shit, not my church. Like, like somebody, <laughs> somebody's going to pick up a sword and say, motherfucker, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill you, you know? It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to explode. And the first person 
that opposes that nonsense, everyone is. <laughs> okay, if you're not killing his child, you ain't killing mine either. And yeah, and societies like that begin to unravel. Can you can't sustain it? It's anti. It's anti-human. But it comes out of human ignorance. Right? Yeah, yeah. When you hear when you hear how many people they was murdering, it's like it damn near sound unreal. Savagery on a next level. But like uh, I think in, in a thousand years, um uh, the next the next generation of human beings are gonna watch our uh, two hundred years or two thousand years and go, man, these people were violent. Like they did like they had bombs to kill each other. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna be like they couldn't even. Yeah, they, these niggas died from COVID. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they, they couldn't they, even survive COVID. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, imagine they argued. They argued about something as insignificant as skin color. Like really, yeah. like yeah. As we become more and more scientifically literate, as we as we become more and more um um conscious of of, of moral. Uh, of our moral compass, it keeps evolving. In a thousand years, nothing that we that exists today in terms of how we handle conflicts and the issues that we are dealing with are going to exist. I'm starting to see the first signs of that. Like my kids' school, there are Indians, Chinese, there there every ethnicity in that school, and they are growing up uh, uh, in in like together from a very young age. And you're seeing more and more um, harmonization between races. For example, like I grew up one or two Indians that were in my class. We never were in their homes. Like my kid and my, my kids are like, that's, that's the most natural thing. They got Indian friends, they got Chinese friends, they got, they got white friends, black friends, and they all intermingle. They all speak the same tone. Um, neither family's prejudice are affecting those children. They just ain't having it. <laughs> so they are changing the world. The, the, the issues we right. are faced with now are going to disappear uh, in the next thousand years. Gonna, well, I don't know what yeah, kind of issues and, will be. And will that's, why, you know, I'm, that's why I'm mindful about you know, trying to impose my paradigm on my daughters because it's it's a different yeah. it's a different time frame for them time period for them like when I come across young Mexicans who speak English fluently I know like okay you know what you're probably a second third generation yeah of like you're yeah. just extremely fluent like I couldn't even, I couldn't distinct uh uh discriminate you or distinguish you from a white person or, or whoever you know what I'm saying your language yep. is fluent you know what I mean yep and uh yep. Uh, you know what I mean, and, and I think, and I think it's a good thing. You know what I mean? So, so I'm not gonna, uh, you know, I, I want her to live, you know, her, her experience the way that the way that it is in the present time. You know what I'm saying? I don't want yeah, her, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, especially yeah. this community. They got people thinking it's goddamn 1960. Yeah, Ain't nothing, nothing's changed. Ain't shit changed. <laughs> put, put, put your foot on the white man's neck. On YouTube, <laughs> and, 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 and you know, you know who I fear. I, I, I fear that that that's rubbing off on what you just said. Um, I fear that for Adrian, right? 
because I hear him say a lot of things that <laughs> yeah, that were yeah. said in the 70s and 60s. He even like that's his thing is like history and especially around that time period. I think that that might, you know, it's important to know that. Like, I don't want people to, to, to think I don't think that that's important to know that, he right? Defend himself, and we're blackologists, so you know that's how we feel. Huh? Say again. Yeah, He's not here to defend himself, but we are blackologists, and you know that's how we feel. So how dare you? Right. <laughs> I mean, I no, am. But- so, I mean, I, I am. There, there's a lot of, I don't have many white friends. Most of those, the white people here, I want, I want, I want them dead. Uh, I guess it depends on what kind of white people or others that you're around. Um, um, and it wasn't like that when I was younger. You, you know, like, I was the only black girl on my swim team. I was raised in Ormond Beach. Um, look that up on the map. That's Rockefeller Summer Home. So you can imagine what type of uh, environment, uh, status of people live here. Why you know? did you develop that type of, why did you develop that kind of a mindset? Um, I, I developed that because life taught me that. You know, I went to FSU, did all the right things to get a job just to turn around and have shit thrown in my face. You know what I'm saying? My skin color is my but face. How did life teach you that you want some of those white people dead? Like, how did that teach you that? I mean, because you haven't, you couldn't have possibly met enough white people. You gonna let me finish? Let me finish my statement, Sosa, and then maybe you'll get some clarity. So when I said like I said the ones that I know around here, and that's not all of them, the ones that I've been affected by um, personally, and I guess you could say professionally or community-wise, like they're worthless, they're disgusting, they're nasty. Don't want no parts of them. You know, I mean that's not every white person. I didn't say that. I'm saying some of the ones that I've come in contact around here. You know, um, and that's just how I feel. Like some of them don't have much to say or feel good about us, I guess. But for mm. me, it's been out of out of experience. You know, um, the total disrespect, the backstabbing, things of that nature. You know, I, I haven't met one yet that I can honestly say that I would trust so hardly or turn my back on or de- my life depended on it. Besides the obvious, us, you know, having to rely off the government and there's white people players and things like that. But no, on a personal, no, I'm good. You know, um, somebody said in the chat about, oh, I'd rather, uh, oh, you agree when my thanks Sosa, somebody, I'd rather have to walk through a trailer park. Like, fuck no. Walk through a trailer park here, your ass again end up getting lynched. I'll take my kids yeah, yeah, you know, and my motherfucking people. Yeah, yeah. So fuck y'all on this. I don't want you no trailer park. And they nasty here. And they nasty here. You got to, hold Shit. on, I'm just saying. No, I wasn't I finished. I'm just saying. I wasn't finished. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Right. You she was on a medium rant. Hold on. I'm going to finish it for you. I'm giving you my reasons. They ain't got to be everybody's <laughs> reasons, but they're my reasons. And it's, it's not a totality. I still talk to white people. I do have certain white constituents. Can I call them my friends? No. No more. Um, but I have constituents. I deal with them professionally. Um, actually, one of them, Maddie G, is my Instagram. Like, I sent him the interview that we did... Um, the other night on Kofi Pie TV. Uh, but he also, uh, well, how can I say? Um, he, again, the generation is different. He's like 10 years younger than me, maybe 15. So he's been assimilated a little differently. And that's a whole nother strong conversation because that's something I do want to talk about, about the assimilation of white people in black culture, you know? Because there's always that one white kid or family in the hood that don't nobody fuck with. You know what I'm saying? 
because they've been there so long or they don't dealt with so much or they house come been raided by the cops too. You feel me? Like, damn, okay. They got their card. They understand. So um, things like that. And then there's other dynamics to it. Then after, um, there's a couple of conversations that can segue off of this. That's my take on white people. Um, and that's all I have to say about it. So son, I'm not going to apologize for it. And yeah, whatever. Bye. Now, um, <clears throat> yeah, you can go ahead. You can go ahead, Ms. Frederick. I got I got do something second. I was saying, like, she said, like, I agree with somebody with walking through a trailer park or some shit like that. Like, I, I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't even see a trailer park comment. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like, uh, I didn't. I didn't even have a conversation uh, about walking through a trailer park. Evil white. But I was trying to point out that. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to. I mean, I grew up in Charleston. Right? I got white friends. Me too. I got I'm in Charleston friends. now, homie. Yeah, I grew up there. I got white friends. I I, I don't think that my friend could they water because they cool with me. I I don't been through. I don't been in it with them through the struggle with them. I'm saying, and it's like you know, and and and, and it's for me. It's sometimes it's about you know living life. Like I, I I've been a lot of different places. You know what I'm saying like a lot of people, you know, view the world through their just through their prism. I, I think I did I did that once. You know what I'm saying? And then and then you kind of think like the way your world is is the way the world is in totality. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't start realizing that seeing seeing it till I, till I got out of, out of my comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, sometimes you got to trust in, in situations and in, in individuals. And, and sometimes they fail you, sometimes they don't. And a lot of the bullshit you can say about some of the white people you have, there's some of the same the bullshit you can say about some of the niggas you meet. You just more acceptable to it because they niggas and they ain't white. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, so like Corey was talking about the, uh, the friend that he has, and he was like, you know, I, I don't know how he feel about other black people. I know that how he appreciates me, and in life, yo, that's all the fuck you want from anybody. You know what I'm saying? Because I care about how another nigga feel about me. Other other black people. All I'm concerned about how that nigga feels about me. You know what I'm saying? But then I know that how he feel about me. I can get him or he will uh, assist me in other situations because of how he feel about me. Yo, I need, we, we got to go over here and do this for this person. He's a friend of mine. You know what? I fuck with you. I'm going to do that because I fuck with you. You see what I'm saying? And sometimes I should go part and parcel. And I just feel like, you know, and this will be my another gripe. And, uh, and I'm going to bring this up. This is also going to piss some people off. The pro-black movement, in order for it to exist, it needs racism. Without racism, it dies. That's that's my argument. Go ahead, Mr. Agreed. I was a union leader for one short stint. And just because I came up with a good idea, I was thrust into the organization. But during that three-year period, I realized that union need to exist. There needs to be conflict between employee and employer. So for the union to exist. So it's not about an entity that hopes to not exist in the future. It is an entity that is going to create situations that they continue to self-perpetuate. This, this a pro-black thing needs a white, a white uh, 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 enemy exists. Without a white enemy, there is no pro-black movement. And, uh, and unfortunately, then you perpetuate uh, certain stereotypes or certain concepts which don't make no sense anymore in a modern world. Now, I can understand being in an environment where you're isolated. For example, 
my, I have a daughter that while in the Caribbean, she would be considered white. She, she looks like a Dominican. She would be considered white, right? In the Caribbean, color distinction, like on this island, is not that significant. Why? Everybody here pretty much shares the same culture. Now that she lives in Europe, she acknowledges herself as Black because she recognizes the difference in culture. For the first time, I said, okay, so, so what makes you Black? She said, I'm just different. I, we, we eat different food. We like different music. We got Oh, so it's not the color thing. So now you're Black, even though you call yourself white. Ah, uh, she understood it. So we use these, these um, um, symbols, black, white, etc. But it's pretty much culture. A dude that grew up with you in your neighborhood, regardless of his color, you guys speak the same thing. You live on the same block. The Chinese dude that grew up on that road with you is much more comfortable and familiar than a fella like me who come from away and have a different sounding accent, regardless if I have the same color or not. So... And when you understand that, the, 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 the color paradigm becomes less significant to me, I guess. Anybody there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 that, yeah. So that, that, was, that was good. Go ahead. You want to say something? What was that? I was just saying dead air. Dead oh, air. Was... oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, uh that was a that was a good point and and, and definitely um I heard Yolanda's point and I and I heard uh Sosa and Cedric's point too. And uh I don't I don't have any issue with either either point. I don't I don't have an issue with the way because I, I think circumstances and I believe, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jolanda is in the South, right? And so I, I think maybe circumstances may be different depending on your geographical locate, location, right? And so that's why I, I really understand her uh, when she said, because I, I visit my my, um, my wife's grandparents uh, in Arkansas. It's been a couple years since since we been there. A lot of time I've been there. I think it was like two years ago. She lived in, in Arkansas, not not in the city, like not like Little Rock or nothing like that. She lived in a town called I don't even know. Like I've never heard of Wilmer before day in my life before I met my wife, right? So, and down and in Wilmer, right? They live in a certain way, and and in the the everyday life is a certain way that would not be tolerated where I'm from, you know, like they, they do certain things like, um, like her grandmother, you know, she'll see a, a white person, a white lady or a white man that she knows. Right. And sometimes they did the, 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 uh, these white people will even be like, uh, like neighbors and shit, right. Close neighbors and shit. Uh, they will refer like uh, my wife's grandmother. Her name is Christine, right? So the, the white people just be like, "Hey, Christine, how you doing?" You know, just just like that. 
my wife's grandmother, who's in some cases older than these people, right, refers to these people as Mr. Joe and Miss Kathy. So how you doing, Miss Kathy? And hey there, Mr. Joe. Like, that don't sit right where I'm from. Like, that's not, no, motherfucker. Like, Mr. Joe, my motherfucking ass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's yeah, Joe, yeah. goddammit. Yeah, you you know what I mean? And I think there's just certain dynamics, right? Because I could imagine me being there. Like, me... Um, growing up in a place like that, right? I probably wouldn't make it very far because I'm a, I'm a loud mouth rebellious ass nigga, right? That's just me. You know what I mean? I, I was like, I, I always praise my, my, my son because he don't do the shit I did, right? Oh, like everything oh, we cut out the same block. <laughs> <laughs> everything my dad said, I went out of my way not to do what he said, right? To do the yeah. opposite of what this nigga said, exactly. right? I made sure if he said it, I'm making for goddamn sure I don't do it that way, right? That's just me. That I'm a rebellious nigga, and I'm a loudmouth nigga. I never know when to shut the fuck up. I, that's been like, I mean, you can ask my granny. Like, she'll tell you, that nigga don't know when to shut the fuck up, right? He just like his granddaddy. He run his goddamn mouth. He just like his granddaddy. That's where everybody that meet me, that know me, and my parents and my grandparents, they all say the same shit about me. That nigga (laughs) runs his goddamn mouth. So I would never make it in a place like that. And I would have, I would feel the same feelings that Jolanda feels, right? I, I, I can feel that. You know what I'm saying? But in my experience, it's a little bit different uh, up here. And I, I, I'm thinking, uh, Sosa, you down in Georgia, though. So I don't, so I, I may be just, you know, I may be just blowing smoke here, but it just seems like the circumstances in the geographical location kind of kind of gives you the outlook on society, like a little bit there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the things around here is not quite, the way that racism is different here. It's not so, um, I think in the, in the South is more in your face. Like, you know, racism yeah. here is yeah, like slick and sly yeah. and, 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 and real sneaky. It's never in your face. Nobody wants to like be a European racist. racism. European racism. Yeah. It's very slick. It's very smooth. Uh, you would never, mm-hmm. if you're not paying attention, you wouldn't even know that's the real you, reason. It'll go over your head sometimes. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, and that's the kind of... And I don't know. Sometimes that can be more frustrating. You know, because you'll, you'll get... Sometimes and they can be like, man, I'd just rather motherfuckers just tell me who they is. And, and that's what it is, right? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's different cases. It's different scenarios for different cases, right? That Sometimes that works. Sometimes that does not work, right? But uh, um, yeah, so here is a little different. So like, you know, like when Sosa say like, yeah, you know, he got his white homeboy, but you know, he may feel a certain way about black people, but 
he looked at Sosa as like his brother, like his family member. Though. You know what I'm saying? Like Sosa yeah. ain't like them. You know what I'm saying? Sosa's different yeah. than them. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's that's kind of more where, where we at when dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? And then even through that, that causes a rift in the black community. Oh, you know, you, you one of them uppity niggas. You think, you know, you think you something because, you know, you went to, to, to Notre Dame University. Or, you know what I'm saying? Those types of things get said. Those types of things get thrown around, you know? So I, I just, I think, um, I think it's a spectrum with that. You know what I'm saying? And you have to go about it. Um, like if you in, in, in Florida, uh, I think you might have to go about it the way uh, Julian to go about it. But if you up here in Indiana, right, you know, you may not, you, that may not be so beneficial to you to have disdain, you know, for a group of people. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Based on what, what, depends on where what their ancestors had. All depends on where it be and, and the people themselves you know what I mean? It, it, it all depends on the environment. Again, in Europe, you experience that too. In the in in the city areas, um, for example, uh, uh, there's much more a homogenous type of of environment. So there 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 are there are Caribbean people, there are Europeans, um, um, Africans, uh, Middle Easterners. So it's it's much more a melting pot. The further you go out in the country the less and less diversity and ethnicity you have. And there you have increasing um, issues uh, with, with, with in terms of racism. But again, if you look at what's the root and the foundation of the, 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 the problems, it's again rooted in differences in culture and how people express themselves in these environments. So, so that's, again, uh, going to always play uh, a, a major underlying role. How, 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 how diverse is the community that you're living in on either spectrum is going to determine how tolerant you are, how, how, how familiar you are with, with, with other cultures, other peoples, and, and, and that's going to change your perspective and how you deal with people on a whole. But yeah, there are areas uh, in the Netherlands, for example, that are extremely racist. Why? Simply because these people don't have... Uh, some people live in an area of the country that never left that area of the country. Like we, we mm -hmm. don't, we can't imagine it as a Caribbean person. I was in a plane from the time I was about a month old. I I've talked to people that never were in an airplane. Like, yeah. 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 So understand and, and, the limits. Yeah. And I was going to say like, even here in Indiana, right. Um, you can go to towns, you can, you can be a white person, right? And live in a certain town in Indiana and never experience a black person other than TV. Like there's multiple cities like that throughout the United States. So I, I um, and uh, like you said, the diversity plays a, a big part in that. So the city that I live in, right, it's, it's majority white, obviously, every, you know, I, I mean, I'm in Indiana. So uh, the city I live in is majority white, but the way people live here is like mixed. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you got your white neighborhoods, right? But m m for the most part, 
most of the neighborhoods are not designated like white or black. So like in the hood, you got white people in the hood. In, in you know, in, in the in the rich neighborhoods, you got black people in there. You know, you got people, black people downtown, you got white people downtown. And, you know, you got Mexicans and black people and white people all living on the same street. Like my street is a, is a very, very, very diverse street. My little, my little cul-de-sac, I guess you should say. It's a very, it's very, very diverse. You know, you got yeah. white people, Chinese people, you got black people. Actually, my street is majority black homeowners, right? But then you, you, you know, other than that, then you got the white people, and then you got Mexicans, and then you got a couple Chinese families. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, people are more tolerant of each other, and I like what Cedric said about um, the culture difference. And it's, and it's when somebody else starts to move into your neighborhood, you already have a stereotype about those people. So you be like, oh, shit, here come them Mexicans. They finna have <laughs> 10 cars parked in the front yard. Shit. God damn. Or, uh, you know what I'm saying? You see a, a white person with a pickup truck. Oh, my God. Here these motherfuckers go. They gonna be all out, all out in the driveway throwing beer cans all out in the goddamn street all night long. You know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, you know, everybody has a stereotype and a stigma behind it, and that's what provides that rift. And, you know, you know what I'm saying? It makes people have disdain for one another before they even actually get a chance to even have a conversation. Yeah, to have a conversation. You don't already got your ideas about what's going on. And lo and behold, Mexico making more money than you, and it's got a drag on. <laughs> Yeah, man, oh, but that's yeah. why they say, you know, like, um, you know, and I try, I want to do for my daughter exposure to more, you know what I'm saying? And and, and and they talk about that too, man, in terms of psychology, in terms of science and knowledge. Like, the more you are in, exposed to other cultures, like, it, it increases your, your information base, like, you know what I mean? And your knowledge and your understanding of the world around you, man, it, it, it generates ideas. You know what I mean? Like, all that's... All that's very. It allows you to grasp things, you know. It it allows you to grasp things that you wouldn't otherwise grasp in 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 in, in just being isolated in one culture, right? Because certain things right. are taboo in, in 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 certain cultures, so you won't never experience right. that, or you always you always think that's that's wrong or something like that. So definitely, yeah, that's how I raise. You know, and my kids. My kids is like that anyway. Like I never had to instill that because that's just the way this generation has gone. Like I think yeah. this generation just they they tired of that. Like they don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, white kids, white kids are actually like they they rebel. Kids are rebellious anyway. So the I moment a white parent tells tells that 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 white child, yo, don't be hanging out with them black dudes. Or don't you ever bring a white girl, a uh, black girl back in this house with, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It only makes a kid go out and do that. You know what I'm saying? So, so right. you know, I think this generation is going to be a lot different. You know, it's, it's turning out that way as, as far as what I can see. Let you know? me interject. I, I don't want to give out. But that's because their mom went to school. Hello, with this. Hold on, let me just say something real quick. Because Corey kind of came in the middle of what I was saying real quick. And I'll just add on and you can get back in real quick. And that's because their moms, right? And their dads went to concerts, Master P concerts and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. <laughs> they grew up yep. Jay Z fans. And, you know, their yep. influences. You know what I'm saying? And their idols were different than their grandparents and shit mm-hmm. like that. So their mindset and their idea uh, of, of tolerance and culture and appreciation with different cultures are different than their forefathers. Go, go ahead, Juju. So this is a these are like loaded conversations we're having on different subject matters. Some we should expound on a little bit more. Um, but I'm glad we're having it. Um, what I wanted to say about my take on white friends and people. So yes, most I'm speaking about American um, has nothing to do with my lack of exposure experience, period. Um, I've not traveled all over the world, but I've been to other places. Um, my main concern is that of safety and security sometimes uh, when I speak on those issues, why I prefer not to. And not saying I can't get it from black people too, but I feel safer with my people. And let's understand that even if we have worldly exposure, that doesn't mean just because we understand that we are accepting, it doesn't mean that others are, i.e. Africans in Ukraine. So let's not forget that racism just don't exist in America. It is across the board for black African people or quote unquote black people, period. So let's remember that. And that's why I'm the way I am because I care about black folk and moving us forward and I don't have room or time to focus on anybody else. Now, if anybody else, like we do after school programs and shit here, you know, um, um, uh, back to school bashes, all that type of stuff. We're not going to like blatantly turn away a white child. You understand? Um, if we're giving out free food, we're not blatantly going to turn away a white family. We're not doing that. I, I was one of the builders of our community garden here that serves mostly trailer trash white people. Okay. Um, those are most of the participants. It was me going there and participating so we can get more black participants in, which was hard to none, but it still was done. My name is still on that. I still take ownership. That's still my baby. And I still push that, you know, STEM, um, agriculture and planting. And I have a place where in the future I can go and get our kids, you know, that type of um, education. But let's not like romanticize. Oh, if you're just exposed, it's better and different experiences because we can have all that shit and still get fucked because it's happened to me. So let's just be real. That's all. I just chose to be that way because I'm in my older years and I don't got time for that shit no more. But that doesn't mean we limit ourselves and not expose our children. That's not what I'm saying. That does not mean that we keep our children in the bubble. That is not what I'm saying. Okay. Just to be clear. Yeah. I'm just having a conversation in general. It's not necessarily directed at you and your situation. I'm just talking. Like that's why I said, uh, I, I prefaced it with saying, you know, like, <laughs> When I talk, talk about talking about my daughter, others in the chat about, also made comments, babe. I was just clarifying the statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not looking at you. Yeah, I'm not looking at you. So I was saying is like, and, and even in terms of worldly, like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even necessarily mean traveling. You don't have to necessarily travel around the actual globe. You know what I mean? It's just that just engulf yourself in different, in, in different communities. You know what I'm saying? And it, like I said, each, you know, each one, like I guess, you know, I guess, you know. It ain't. It might not be suitable for everybody, but I'm just telling you, like you know, like what it, what it does, what it did for me. You know what I'm saying? In, in terms of uh, some preconceived ideas I had, shit. Even pre, even in Charles, some preconceived ideas I had about all rednecks. And then when you meet some of them and talk to them, you, be like, damn, bro, I thought you'd be a lot different than what I had envisioned this shit being like in my mind. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Some things are similar. And then something like that, I ain't think y'all listen to rap music. Like, that shit kind of bugged me up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? 
So it's like it's a, it's, it's a lot of a lot of stereotypes and walls come crashing down uh, when when you get that when you, when you, when you get different exposure. You know what I'm saying? But you still got to be smart. You still got to understand the environment you live in. And, you know, protect yourself at all costs. You know what I mean? So. But like I said, I'm glad I'm glad it's going in the direction that it's going, though. Personally. Yeah, the exposure that was talking about your life. It was Corey, you robotic. I am. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was me. He might be still in the matrix. Might be still in the matrix. Somebody, somebody dropped the link in the chat. I know the chat probably ready to get in and go crazy on. I ain't even looking at the chat. <laughs> Adrian in the chat. <laughs> Shots fired, Adrian. <laughs> you make it like it. Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. Adrian's going to be like, what up? Adrian's going to be like, well, WB Du Bois said. Adrian's, though, that Adrian in the chat is not the Adrian that comes on, though, I don't think. Ah, uh, no. Nah, what's the no. name of the chat? Person what's the name of the chat? Huh? Yeah, Adrian Padilla is not the one that comes in on that. That's, um, that's, yeah, that's not Adrian Padilla. What his name is in the chat? You ever seen? I don't know. Um, know I, yeah, I don't know if he wants y'all to know it, though. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, all right, all right. I guess, I guess Pseudo Kills got secrets now. It's cool. That's cool. That's how we rock. Y'all should have, you should have known this by now. I know I this. Guess I, I, I guess I ain't initiated. It's all good. I'm, I'm going to work my way up. I'm not initiated either. <laughs> 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 oh, no, that's funny. Listen, I don't know. I'm just saying it's not the same person, so so okay. That's all. I do know that. That's all. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I'm cooking. Chef, chef, chef need to drop a, drop the link in the chat. Jeff. Okay, I'm cooking some fried chicken, y'all. Some rice, some filled peas, cornbread, and some cabbage with some smoked sausage. Y'all coming over for dinner? <laughs> Bob's close. It sounds good. Bob's close. <laughs> Hold on, let me try to hit this link for the chat. Give me a moment. Un momento, por favor. Mi papi chulo, señores. Yeah, I got still got some shit to do, and I'm stuck in a lot of damn traffic. You, you where? So I got a lot stuck in a lot of traffic. Coming from downtown, I thought you said Lauderdale. I'm like, nigga, what you doing in Lauderdale? That's right up the street from me. You're talking about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> chat, the um, link for the Zoom is in the chat now. All right, I see it. Oh, see, Mr. Rich going. I was one, I want to know what part of Charleston Mr. Rich was in. I, I stepped away. I didn't get a chance to ask. Well, I would like to say that this was definitely an excellent conversation and dialogue, uh, how it should be had. Though we covered multiple um, subject matters, 
<laughs> I think yeah, that's always going to happen. On the title of the show, but still interesting, still a lot of information we can go back on and divulge on and expound on. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The title of the show is just it's just really to get it started. Like <laughs> that's it. This is what when you ever y'all see the title of the show, that means this is what the beginning of the show is about. That don't mean the whole show is gonna be about that. That's the starting point. That's you know what that's all that means. Right. Well, y'all sold the hell out of that shit. <laughs> yeah, it went from down academia to goddamn um, uh, the Dogon, the politics, racism in America. Mm-hmm. What is racism? So yesterday we did that critical race theory. Like <laughs> Hannibal, you are definitely invited to dinner, my fam. Yes. Dollar, what's good? Oh, he got his mic on, yeah. Hurry up. Just part. Yeah, yeah. I ain't even having to watch the chat. I see unbiased that part through the, the chat, man. Shout out unbiased. So you ain't even live in a minute, man. You got to go live, man. Peace to Amber for coming through. Home team. Amber, the home team. Thank you, Amber. I mean, now we got to get somebody to up. Juju, why are you did you block Tuck? Um, see, I knew messy and do some shit like live. Um, absolutely not. Who I, mean, blocked? I blocked? I blocked. Actually, didn't block him either, but I wanted to. You know, yeah, you I don't got you don't got to tell on yourself. You you can plead the fifth. You ain't got to say anything that's going to incriminate yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna tell you what I did. Ain't nobody can beat me. Y'all got to catch me first. Shoot, and there's good reason why I do what I do. There's a method to my madness, dear. So no, I did not block. Me and Tuck already talked. I already told him what to do. So if that's how he felt. That's how he felt. But yeah, I ain't do it, and I ain't got no power to undo it. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, I but thank you for coming on the panel and having a dialogue. Yeah. I really enjoyed you, Sam. Tuck my eye. Yes, we did. <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you. I agree with you. I don't got no white friends neither. But. <laughs> right. But, but, I'm in, but I'm in Tulsa, though. I'm, I'm in crying, playing yeah. victim, crying, oh, yeah. help me. Juju, the big yeah. black girl, is so aggressive. Like, fuck you. Yeah, hey, yeah. yeah you're too aggressive, Juju. Yeah. You're going to scare my wife, friend. I can't. Okay. I got to bite you over at different times. I had time. that problem my whole life, man. Motherfucker beat. Well, that's I at work. I had that problem a lot. Like nobody challenges what I not. I changed not, all, not just because I'm the life. boss, right? They don't they don't challenge me because I'm a well physically fit black man, right? That's intimidating to them, right? Yeah. So nobody challenges me on shit I say at work. You know what I'm saying? The shit's crazy to me. It make me feel kind of weird. And <laughs> like I've I've been through that my whole life though, right? So I, I'm used to it now. But yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about, Juju, when you say that. You know what I mean? So um, I'm going to do something here because when people say that word aggressive, like it kind of bothers me because if you're so intelligent, I'd be like, how about you read all the definitions? Because there's actually some great qualities about aggressiveness. So let's go see what Juju is talking about. Because <laughs> I'm just petty like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing about aggressive, you know, what I'm saying, also is, you know, 
You know, you can't you can't add the over to it now. <laughs> Whatever. Ready or likely to attack. Oh shit. Ready or likely to attack. That's all that people when they see aggressive, but keep going. I mean, there are other things. Okay. Damn, you should have you should have stopped that. You put it all that up, Judy. You gotta go through hostile. <laughs> you should have just left it short. And I could have got straight to the pursuing aims and goals, but you opened up the goddamn tab. It's like hostile. It's okay. it's okay. so, <laughs> so this is the thing about words though, and etymology and definition, they change over time and their connotations change over time. You know, I just think sometimes right. we use certain words. Uh, we abuse them and we use them out of context mostly. Like there's other, there's other, I guess, terms you could use besides aggressive because never am I physical. I, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So, you know, a lot of times that's like physical. I'm not, I'm not ready to attack anybody when I'm talking to them. I just talk with assertiveness and I talk with confidence, okay? I'm not timid and nobody intimidates me, especially when I know what I'm talking about. Now, if I don't know, I'll sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. But if I know, it's a different story. I'm not trying to force it down, but I'm gonna say what I say and be done. And I'm gonna hold my head up. See, lots of non-black people or others don't like that type of shit. And I don't care. I don't apologize for them. My grandmother made me who I am. She bowed and turned her cheek for me to have to not to. That's how I feel about it. Facts. So she didn't really have no choice. You get what I'm saying? I heard that. I heard that. Oh, facts. You, you, you was raised just like me, right? I had both my parents in my life, right? But my grandfather actually raised me. You know, my parents were 17 when I was born, right? right. So, like, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, my grandmother, I call her mom, right? For a long time, I called my mom and dad by their first name until I got of age, like until I got to the age where they felt I should know better than that, right? Which is probably yeah, too, I too called them by their first name for them. Yeah, yeah and I'm too, probably at least ten, at least ten years old. I can, I can, I can probably say between eight and ten. That's how long I called them by their first name. And see, Juju, by the way you talk, you, you. You, I know that you had your great. You might, you probably was raised by your parents, right? But I, I know your grandmother. grandmother was very, very instrumental in your life, just by the way you talk. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's the same thing with me, and how assertive I am when I talk. See, I don't, I, I'm not apologetic about things, right? And I want to, I don't want people to be confused about what I'm trying to say to them. So I say it as clear and concise as I can. A lot of times that get me in trouble because I may offend people with that. But over the years, Juju, I done, I done got to the point where I just don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care how you feel about what I said. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, I did, right? For a long time, that bothered me. And I always thought, man, I got to work on that, right? Because I've always been raised by my grandfather and my grandfather ain't never gave a fuck about nobody's feelings. I've never seen him show any like emotion like or sympathy for somebody. Like I've never seen him do that. 
As a matter of fact, I I I can't even tell you a time where that man have said a good thing about an individual. Like I've never heard him say something good about somebody. You know what I'm saying? The shit's crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I've been raised under, and Juju, you so much of not just today, but over the time that I've we've had conversation. I just know you. your grandparents was more instrumental in your life than a lot of people's grandparents was. You know what I'm saying? Am I, yeah. am I, am I shooting in the dark or what? Let me know. No, I live with my grandmother. I mean, I have no choice. Mm. Mom caught a charge and went to prison. So, yeah. <laughs> Granny had to take yeah. over. <laughs> but my mother was a very brilliant, though. My mother was college educated, mm -hmm. got incarcerated. Um, extremely smart, almost a dual degree, graduating three years, really good in math. She was an account expert. She used to be a comptroller of a whole major hotel. She balanced books that shouldn't be balanced. So yeah, and, and I think mm -hmm. some of you have met my aunt on Science with Sean's show. Um, she's 10 years older than my mother. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, some phenomenal women, but they all were like in kind of like different times. Like even my mom, aunt being 10 years older than my mom, you know, there's kind of a significant difference there, you know, in thinking and yeah. ideology. Um, same with my grandmother, 19, and that's why I say 1918, so people can really understand, you know, what type of black woman this is because of the time she came up in and to be able 1915. to... 1915. Yes. 1915 is when Bob McKinney was born, and that man taught me everything I know, man. Right. Um, <laughs> you know and how we all, like my grandmother, besides my aunt, my grandmother was very science forward. You understand what I'm saying? Um, she was about evolution and progression. Um, the reason why I sound like a white person, what people love to tell me, because I articulate my words well and I have mastered this English grammar, does have nothing to do with me sounding white. It has to do with me being able to articulate well and mastering our um, colonizers' grammar. I've done that, mm -hmm. um, but that was because yep. of her. She didn't want me going into places with the Geechee dialect, knowing that they're going to judge me that on first and not even look any further. You understand? Mm -hmm. yep. So, you yep. know. Same thing with my with, with my kids. My kids don't sound nothing like me. My kids, my kids don't sound nothing like me or my wife. You know what I'm I, saying? They articulate their words very well because they I went want, to way better schools than we did. Kind of dialect. <laughs> like I swear I sound like it, but when I hear myself on recordings, I sound like Peggy, and I'd be like, God damn, you know? I mean, yeah, I get, yeah, you don't hear it. Yeah, you I don't hear it. I, get called I, don't hear them, I don't hear it in Mr. Rich either, though. Like, and some people may not hear it in me because I same shit, but I don't, I don't hear it in, when you speak. But, but um, I get it, you know, even in the conscious community, when I start to get more exposure, starts to speak up a little bit more. Like, you know, people, because it's what I do it because I love my heritage, right? So a lot of times I'll type ebonically in chats and stuff, mm -hmm. but because that's how I feel yeah. like how I sound and that's how people around me. But, I know I'm delusional, y'all. Y'all let me keep that that pseudo delusion, okay? I swear I sound like a black girl. I swear I sound like a black girl. But anyway, um, <laughs> I forgot my train of thought because I know I don't. <laughs> but um, yeah, I forgot my train of thought, y'all. Smoke too much. What was I saying before that? Never mind. <laughs> I'm frying yeah, cabbage. Talk about, like I said, they were talking about you don't sound like um, you don't hear the, don't hear the geese y'all go in your talk. Yeah, so she, uh, I mean, and that's just what it was to, you know, make sure that I get, I did not get at, stopped at the doorway, that there was going to be no excuse 
that they have used. Or if she can't articulate or she can't write or she can't read because one thing that I was good at is writing, reading, and speaking well. Those are my greatest strengths, okay? Um, in college, I took professors who gave written exams. If they asked for one blue book, and some of you people might know what a blue book is, and maybe they don't use them anymore. So that's been about 15, 20 years. But I would give them two, sometimes three, just because. Because <laughs> I was the boss like that. I used to kill every time. Every time. But yeah. Let's let Gala back in. I think Gala's trying to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't have, like people may not hear it in, in, in my, my speech now when I talk, and I may do, I mean, certain words, certain words may bring it out. But anybody, but I can always, but I, I can always pick my people out of anywhere. I'd be walking in a restaurant. You from Charleston. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know instantaneously. The only people that can sometimes fool me is like uh, somebody from um, the Bahamas. They'll throw me off. They they sound that they're real close. I mean, but that's well, you the only. Sola talk. Huh? What was you talking about, Sola? He, the the baby sound real close. So what? Geechee talk. Yeah. Yeah. Real close. Like, you're right. But there are a it's lot of Bahamians. Listen, that's weird. There are a lot of identical. That moved to the South Carolinas. You know, there's like a Bahamian that kind of corridor connection too. Yeah, 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 too. And um, you know, there's 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 that people that went from uh you know when Spanish Florida when Florida was um the first time, you know, a lot of people that left Florida went to the Bahamas. That's why they uh they still have they got a, what's called a drunk festival over there in the Bahamas. And they celebrate that memory of when it was in Florida when they left and shit like that. So that's why that that's why Goombe is so big in Miami. That's a Bahamian festival. But it's huge yeah. in Miami. They've been doing it for yeah. years. I mean, I'm in my 40s. They've been doing that before I was born, damn near. You feel me? Goombe. Yeah, I never Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, so I get that. I hear that, too. I, I can see that. I can see that. Thing. In the Library of Congress, they got, like, documentations of some of the some of the people that were in Florida that show up on the documentation that are in the Bahamas. Um, but, you know, of, um, you know uh, Queen Quet. Right. Yeah, she went to uh yeah, she goes over there for the for the festival and shit. I've seen a couple yeah. shows she did. You know what I mean they do the same she eat crab because crab is big over there. It's yeah, a, you we, know, a different type of crab. It's a different kind we of love crab. Them crab. We make gifts for our crabs. <laughs> we'll eat crabs every day. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. Do. I used to my grandma, she used to sit up all night and like just peel the meat out and make them damn uh like crab patties and shit. That's my shit. Man, we make fried crab them, fried them on like make fried salmon, like make, salmon fried. We shit. make whole cakes. You can make patties yeah. out of uh, leftover grits. Like we do it all. Yeah. <laughs> Country, you hear me? But good. All right, somebody talk over dead air. Rap, do something. Yeah, my just set it off. <laughs> yeah, but sure. I'm, I'm rapping. Everybody, not, yeah, everybody, not dropped off. See, Gullah was trying to get in, but I think I don't think he fixed his mic. I don't let him in. But this is a good time to close out. It's 540. You've been rocking for you a while. To go ahead with it. I got to finish cooking. All right. All right, yo, man. I want to thank everybody for coming out, supporting the show. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Like I said, peace on bias, peace to Amber. Man, we'll catch y'all probably tomorrow. Maybe later on tonight, man. Peace. Peace.
Beijo. Tchau, tchau.